0: this is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling WrestlingObserver Live every day. And also check out your boys,
1: Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Alright, this is Kenny Omega. We're
2: listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys
1: know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans, that's all it counts to me. Goodbye and good night. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's edition of One Nation Radio. I'm James Ford. I'm Rich Lada. What's going on, man?
0: chilling man I'm just here for another week of One Nation Radio we've got a fun show planned as always or we're gonna make it fun
1: yeah um, <laughs> we, like, we didn't write anything to the format it was a really like a light week for wrestling like if I had thought had the foresight to think about it before we probably could, I could, probably should have said something to you earlier Uh, Like over the weekend, and we probably could have got some votes in for or got the one issue radio thing, one issue radio awards in, but uh, that'll be next week. Uh, Rich Chase is going to tabulate over the the weekend, and we'll uh, do it next week, but uh, yeah, man, like there are some things to talk about. Like, I I, you know, I think Rampage had some good matches. I thought that uh, you know, obviously CM Punk and um, and MJF had a had a match that a lot of people think is like a match year container, a lot of people other people think is like, eh, it went too long, but. Um, I'm somewhere in the middle between that, but yeah, there was a lot of stuff on the AEW side. You, uh, are also part of the AEW stuff, uh, with your, um, uh, contributions to AEW's, uh, Who We Are mixtape. Um, is it volume one? Volume one. one.
0: I I don't know if it's, you know, volume two, three, four plan. I don't know if they're going to like switch the concept or whatever to like you know like say like say you know all the latino wrestlers get get something like that like i i don't know if, if they're going to take it that way but uh very happy to be on this one
1: okay so uh we'll we'll, we'll talk more in depth about uh, uh what your contributions were in full and like you know how that how that worked out and like the connections and you know what went into it as much as you can and the detail you can give at this time but uh i so guess I, so i actually am going to be doing
0: a um like, oh, Nelson, no, now I'm doing uh, TZ Sable with like uh, Montese, Righteous Rage, Will Washington, uh, a couple other people that are on it. Uh, th- we're recording it Thursday. I don't know when that audio will be out, but I think it's going to be a Zoom. So it'll be, be like a video as well.
1: OK, OK. So um, all right. So y'all look out for that. And, uh, you know, uh, when we get to the AW section, we'll, we'll talk more in depth. But uh, I guess we start. This week, with more details coming out about Shane McMahon's um there departure goes the from money? WWE. Sorry,
0: there, there goes the money.
1: <laughs> there goes the money. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh man, so James, full, yes, why,
0: why is Shane McMahon still so
1: popular? He uh because he was an attitude era and he does and he does a lot of stunts.
0: That was so long ago. Like, yeah, I'm like, your modern. I know WWE doesn't really have young fans or anything, but let's say like they do the people that they do have that are young. Like, why do they care about Shaman Man at all?
1: Because he was in the Attitude Era. In the Attitude Era, is the holy was apparently like the greatest uh, time of American major American professional wrestling ever. So. Like he was from that time, and he was—I wouldn't say protected, but he was like booked at a certain slot to where he was like a special attraction. So, and he was gone for a long time, and people liked him at the time. And he came back, and so he has these matches where he does like car, you know, car X stuff at times. So people, I think people have nostalgic feel for him. Like it's the same reason why they keep bringing back Goldberg. Like. There, they have a certain uh, number of part timers or whatever you want to call them, and they come back. And like he was in that that run from two thousand sixteen to uh, you know a couple weeks ago. And you know, Bruce
0: has a good point. He says he's popular because he's not Stephanie.
1: Uh there's also that too. There's definitely that at play. Uh, people hate Stephanie. People have hated Stephanie because she was you know, at at first when she was on TV, she was she was not good at, as a character at all. Um, she eventually grew into being a very good character, uh, so good that people hate her, even though she's great, uh, uh, regardless of, you know, regardless of the stuff they've had her say, like her execution is excellent. Um, I, I mean, when I mean, you think about it, like, we'll, I'm sure when we get to AW Dynamite, uh, the second uh, segment uh, this oh week, we'll talk God. about someone that's excellent at delivering uh, terrible stuff, too. But, um, yeah, like, that definitely is at play. Uh, the part where it's like, yeah, you're the older brother. She's this woman. She, you know, and hating women that ties into it as well. But yeah, like, um, I think people, I think people thought that Shane was going to be the uh, at some point because of all the goofy shit that he did. That they thought he was like, he had his ear to the ground for for like pro wrestling, and thought that like he was going to be like an heir apparent to Vince. And like, nah. Like that <laughs> battle absolutely the was fu- lost. Not. That
0: battle was lost years ago.
1: Well, well, yeah, but you gotta keep, but you keep in mind, like as he leaves in two thousand nine. Uh, like it's it's a it's it's a okay. If you're going, if you hate Triple H, if if, if you hate Stephanie, if you want this out the fucking tape off the chair, out of the chair, who in your choices you ask to be someone that's going to be related related to Mister manner in the family. That's the only hope you got, right? Yikes! Even you know, so obviously Triple H would have been the best choice out of those three. But you get my point, like. So they, so people held on to that. Plus, they liked him doing this. This plus, like after time goes by, the only thing you do remember are the high spots. So, in the stupid shit he did in matches, that like he could do once, and then like go away for months as like the the actual boys and, and girls. Uh, wrecking their bodies, uh, doing house shows and in pay per view and television, while he just does one high spot and then he gets all the props in the world while he goes and heals up as, as after everybody else will have to do that shit and then have to wrestle next day after pay per view. So I'm yeah.
0: thinking about the matches that he's been involved in, the WrestleMania matches in particular since he's come back.
1: Since 2016,
0: he has a terrible match with the Undertaker. Yep. AJ Styles Carries busts his stars. ass. So much that AJ Styles hasn't been the same since.
1: (laughs) As a consistent force, yes, yes.
0: 2018, he's like getting the shit beat out of him the whole match against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, and it sucks. 2019, it sucks against The Miz. He's doing a Falls Count Anywhere match. 2020, COVID, I'm out of here. 2021, uh, I'm still not around because, you know, this COVID stuff. Nah, he was
1: around. Remember that match with Strowman in the cage?
0: He fought Strowman in a cage. I totally forgot about that.
1: Yeah, that, but I'm, I'm wrong. That shit sucked too. So it
0: sucked. Yeah, yeah. Now that you <laughs> mentioned it, Uh um, like, don't,
1: don't, don't, don't think because it was in a cage that it, it was WrestleMania. It was any good. That shit sucked too.
0: And then we're here now, and. We were spared because apparently this man, like I was watching this and I sent a text message to a friend of mine oh um, and I was like, so they got Shane in here doing his in quotes MMA, uh, M-M-A. on Riddle, <laughs> you know, and I was like, what kind of sense does that make? And I knew something was off at the time. I was like, who booked him to do this and come to find out it was him.
1: Yeah. They say, I don't know, like, well, well, maybe not that part, but like he was, okay. So the word is, um, over the last few rumbles, which coincidentally have all sucked too, um, except for like one, uh, he has been helping out with the rumble. Um, so, or helping out, like, you know, planning, laying out the rumble. So apparently Vince, And Paul Heyman, Vince slash Paul Heyman slash Brock Lesnar, uh, was basically, like, saying no to a lot of his ideas. Um, apparently he was supposed to face Seth Rollins of all people at WrestleMania, which is like, thank God Seth got away from that one. (laughs) Thank God. Uh, but... Apparently, he's going to face him, so he, he, you know, he tried to pitch to get him after being in the opener to be in the in the Rumble, which, you know, he wasn't going to win. It was going to be Brock that was going to win, so I put him in there after he gets, you know, after whatever they're trying to do to get, you know, keep Roman super strong and Brock super strong, uh, even though, like, Brock fucking lost the belt <laughs> because of Roman, uh, like, earlier in the show, but whatever, like, that's their logic, so... Um, and, and also, you know, Seth didn't sell a damn thing. Um, after getting destroyed by a chair uh, on on Saturday to Monday, anyway. But whatever. Uh, it's WWE logic. So, uh, they, they you know, so Seth couldn't. They didn't want to put Seth in. Then, like, apparently, there was a miscue between uh Randy Orton and Sh- and Shane when like they were were Shane was supposed to come out last, Orton was supposed to come out first. But apparently there's some snafu where like it got t- where you know the entrance sheet got switched to where like it was vice versa. So Shane's music hits before Orden. Orden basically is like, I ain't going out of there, music. Take your ass on out there. Uh <laughs> and he has to go out there. So like Orden, that so that also kind of explains why like Orden showed up in like in his in his home in his you know hometown hero. Randy Orton shows up. All he does is hit a couple RKOs, he He's probably thrown out. He didn't even make the final four at like twenty eight or twenty seven. Um, Shane, Bad Bunny, Drew McIntyre, and Brock Lesnar to final four to rumble. Imagine, <laughs> yeah. Uh So, yeah, and apparently, like, it was a bad rumble, a boring rumble. Um. So somebody had to take the heat for it in apparently backstage with you know all these ideas that are being shot down that he presented to try to get his thing over for Seth at WrestleMania I was told no. And apparently he was complaining to the wrong people or too many people. And he had a bunch of heat and they told him to, uh, go to, to not show up to raw. And then he's going from the company for now. Um, so I, I just, uh, so all the problems in WWE are now fixed, right? Right, right. Um, I, you know, so, you know, there's obviously some scapegoating today because, like, you know, all these ideas, the person that, that's well, okaying or reviews. gang or naying all this stuff is going through Vince. So when a, there's a bad match or whatever else, it's on Vince. If something's poorly booked, it's on Vince. So, like, and you can say what you want to about Jim Cornette, uh, Vince Russo, um, Triple H, uh fit finley tj wilson all the all of the producers over the decades all the uh, assistant bookers it always gets funneled through vince nothing even get nothing even like moves until vince sees it and okays it it's all vince so when the shit's bad ultimately it's on vince because it all nobody just does some shit without vince's approval unless they're told they're allowed to ad-lib on the mic every so often so um yeah. this shit sucked I'm sure some of it is Shane's fault, but Vince okay okay, whatever happened anyway, so ultimately it's Vince's fault. So whatever. Um yeah. and apparently uh Melzer was saying something along the lines of Um when you're in that position, it's on you to take the heat. You're supposed to keep all the, you know, all the criticism off of Vince. You're supposed to be a yes man, you're supposed to fall on the sword for every fuck up he has. So um, because of Shane, Shane probably figured like, you know i can i can kind of i can kind of you know complain apparently the fuck not they even got his, his son out of there well yep. you know as you talk about like uh people like nick con and that damn jim ross uh you know and that damn triple h and whoever else is uh that damn paul Heyman when it came to uh gallows and anderson a couple years ago it, when they uh, it released him. yeah that damn bischoff uh yeah like it's it's those guys are there to take the heat off of Vince's off the shit that Vince does. Vince is a mob boss and the people keep falling for it all the time or yeah. maybe they're just being diplomatic and they realize like you, you got you can't get heat with Vince or whatever else. I don't know. Um, so they bury whoever you know was or Lord Knight is another one another one that gets a lot of uh, shit. So when those people get the shit so I mean I'm sure all of it's rightful because like nobody's hit that or hits 100% Right. Or bats one hundred uh, percent. That would be one thousand. I'm saying baseball. But I'm fucking up, but uh, I I think that like those people rec- recognize as Vince, but they pl- They're playing dumb too because that that's that's how Vince wants it. Vince wants it to be like, hey, you, you see this person or whatever else, or I need to bring you in or whatever else, or if you want the job in the future, you don't really bury Vince right now. Like back in oh. the WCW days, yeah, people that buried uh, buried Vince. Vince wanted to uh pay pay them to make them take back every word they said. But now that's not really it doesn't really work that like that way, apparently. So now it's just gotta kiss Vince's ass.
0: Well, I guess it's time for the Shame Man pack to be put in the air. So <laughs> I just... those those are on Twitch. You can see I got the cigar ready. So Shane, he'll be back. Get up, yeah, he'll be back one of these days. Um but yeah, man. Um yeah, they he fired his own son. That's if you don't find a comedy in that, that's just that's
1: hilarious. Yeah, that one that one's not good, man. That one is not good. Uh so I guess we go from Shane, and as we talked about these WrestleMania plans, um, we can go into the elimination chamber, talk uh talk about what that car looks like. So, yeah, he,
0: he was gonna have Seth Rollins originally fight him at WrestleMania and wanted Seth to be in the Rumble and all this other stuff. And yeah, there was a lot.
1: Shane was going to through. be in the Rumble in or side the Rumble in the Chamber, it, but uh, once he got let go, they put Austin Theory in that spot, um, which naturally means that like the next week after he finally gets put in the spot, you got to beat him with Kevin Owens on Raw, right? Ah, ah, clean a person that's not going to Saudi Arabia.
0: That's. That's, that's that good old storytelling that yeah. WWE is world famous for.
1: Yeah. That's that, you know, it, like a a six-way for the title, put a person in there and then beat them clean for no reason. Uh, yeah, so let's start with that. So Brock Lesnar, um, after losing to Bobby Lashley, shows up on monday or shows up that monday and says hey whatever um i'm gonna get you bobby but uh once i get you i'm just gonna take your belt and i'm gonna try to i'm gonna go towards uh roman reigns and wrestlemania but i'm gonna take your belt at the same time so like uh word has been for a while that they did not want to do um title versus title or uh or, or a unification match now it seems like they're headed towards winners winner takes all Mm-hmm. Um after saying that they weren't gonna do it forever, and it looks like the whole time while they were saying they didn't want to do it, you're kinda like or the word is they didn't want to do it. You're like, Well the T V is saying opposite. So what's what is it? What's going on here? Yeah. Um Well apparently I, I, now the way they're teasing it, you gotta, you know, Chekhov's gun. If the gun don't go off after showing the gun, now it is like what's happening. So I you know, I'm pretty sure we're about to get uh, I'm pretty sure Brock Lesnar, after all this talk about keeping Roman and in, in Lesnar, very, very strong, going to Saudi Arabia in a chamber. He's about to win the WWE title right back and then go to uh, WrestleMania 38. Is 38? 39. 37. 38. 36 was 37. 38. Yeah, it is 38. 38. Uh, Go to WrestleMania 38 um, in title versus title. These brands be damned.
0: Exactly. Um, I feel like it's headed towards title versus title. They're not going to put the WWE title underneath both. I don't think they're going to do what they did last year. Um, They had the WWE title in the opener, like, as a weird thing. uh, Underneath, you know, the night one main event and underneath the night two main event. I think with, you know, them wanting to do Ronda and Charlotte and put it on last for whatever reason uh, on one day. They want to just build up the second one as big as possible. And I heard a funny thing that said if if uh, Brock Lesnar wins this one, he will have ended every black WWE champion's reign uh, if Lashley, he beats Lashley for right, it now. so
1: let's see. That would be <laughs> – all right, so – The Rock. No, no, no. Wait, wait, He has – that means – he. that wouldn't have meant that he, he's ended every black person – rain he's he just would have stopped every black he would have took it from every black champion that's been around because uh bobby's reign got ended by big e
0: correct but he's he's, he's if he,
1: he, he will catch bobby this time to be the only one that's the only like guess the highlander, the only one that's still around yeah yeah he, yeah, yeah. So, like, so, yeah, yeah, like, yeah
0: yeah so yeah 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 so be I, Kofi, I
1: big e lashley and uh the rock. The rock is that it that's it 60 60 years wow yeah. Six years. Okay. You know, Rock.
0: Um, you know, <laughs> owns us, bro. He
1: owns us. All right. Uh, you're saying that into the internet. I'm not.
0: <sighs> <laughs> Just be whooping us.
1: Well, it is fake.
0: Look, dumping us on our heads, you know. But, um, yeah, man. Uh, The Elimination Chamber. It is nice that they have someone. someone resembling some type of youth uh, in there with Austin Theory. I mean, we know why he's there. Um, I think they have uh, Riddle involved with this and Seth Rollins. Um, I can't think of the other people,
1: though. Oh, so Riddle, Seth Rollins, uh, Austin Theory, yeah. Lashley, um, Brock, so there's one person missing.
0: I'm, Get your merge.
1: Yeah, I'm blanking right now. Hold on, let me pull up the wiki. If my computer Big E. No, Big E's not in it.
0: Can't you be. know what? It's not Big E because he's on they Smackdown. moved him to SmackDown. Yeah, on Smackdown. yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Um, is it AJ Styles?
1: It is AJ.
0: Okay. Man, what would, would be nice to, to to give AJ Styles something? <laughs> he's not winning. <laughs> <laughs>
1: for for
0: look, for for carrying almost carrying that luggage around all year,
1: oh man, almost, yeah, I, almost, boy. Like I guess maybe he wins the Andre, but outside Yikes. of that, like there is nothing for him. So yeah, I actually have the card with me. Yeah, it's his outlet exactly peoples Bobby Lashley champion versus Brock Lesnar, Seth, uh, Rollins, Austin Theory, Riddle, and AJ Styles. I, I don't know if you noticed, know but like Seth Rollins is now like his name isn't just Seth Rollins; it's Seth freaking Rollins now.
0: Yes. He's a gimmick, <laughs> a total gimmick.
1: I, I don't know why. No, like, if you want to call yourself Seth freaking Rollins, I'm cool, but I don't freaking. Yeah, yeah, I get that, yeah. but why would you add that like officially to the name?
0: Because Seth Rollins is a geek among geeks in the storyline. Out of the storyline, anywhere you want to name it. Sure, I guess interacting, interacting with the fans, interacting with other wrestlers.
1: Geek. Look, man, I cool, but I don't understand how that what that has to do with turning it into it. Like, how do you? How is Seth freaking Rollins more more uh more? How is that more like? How's that easier to 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 sell to advertisers or whoever else than just Seth Rollins? I don't get that. Like. And I understand, they
0: don't sell Seth Rollins at the advertisers. They sell WWE.
1: Well, he, I mean, they have him in commercials and have him do public appearances. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I get what you're saying, but also, like, if he's going to be a a uh a headliner in the company, why the fuck would you call him Seth Freaking Rollins when he was Seth Rollins to begin with? Like, it's not like he's the same fucking guy. He's not crazy. Or okay, he is. He's playing crazy, but he's not like he's turned into the fiend or, or like you know, or like Alexa Bliss right now. You know what I mean? Like that would that would need an actual change in name or whatever else. This is just uh, he's doing this goofy gimmick. I, yeah, I don't man. know. Whatever. Who cares? Ultimately, it doesn't matter. It's a, na- a name is a name. No one's actually going to call him Seth freaking Rollins. It's obviously going to be Seth Rollins. Anyway. That's another reason why I guess why I'm like, why would we even call him that? No one's going to call going to pronounce the freaking every single time, except for obviously michael cole and uh jimmy smith so um but yeah so that that is uh the chamber i you know should be a good match um given the given the talent given what what the chamber has been um since it you know got redone and you know is safer to bump into um (laughs) so let's let's go down the rest of this card becky lynch versus lita Um, Lita was in the rumble, was, was going to toe with Charlotte, uh, getting physical with Charlotte. And then she, Charlotte, uh, as Lita sets up to do the moonsault in, uh, the rumble match shoves her out. And then Lita just shows him and says, Oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll fight Becky instead. What? Like, why is it Charlotte doing this? Um,
0: Saudi Arabia, Checks be had. Um, the women finally get
1: one, but they've had multiple women matches on these Saudi shows. No, like,
0: no, I mean, like, they finally get to bring an older woman back for Saudi Arabia,
1: right? But I don't know why that means it was still, it would switch to Becky instead of just doing the Charlotte versus Lita match, like they've been because
0: it doesn't me. matter, it's WWE, they just do what they want,
1: Rich. <laughs> I understand that. My point is that... <laughs> Will you agree with me that this is fucking stupid that they're doing Becky that they're just they switch rude to Becky instead of Charlotte after they teased after they, you know, shot an angle for Charlotte?
0: They that's this is this is because they suck. Like this, this I, is this is That's really why I'm getting it, at,
1: Rich! You, we're not we're in agreement. This is stupid, they suck, yes.
0: <laughs> like Like, they brought her out there and it's like, yo man. I was never trying to see Lito Russell in the first place. So Um, it's in Saudi Arabia, so I don't have to see it. So, God bless them.
1: Uh, so.
0: Becky and Lita, man, that's gonna be a rough one.
1: That's gonna be. It's gonna be a lot of storytelling having to carry that one. Like, Lita.
0: Storytelling.
1: It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna have to be a storytelling match. Like, um,. I, I don't know what Lita can do. I, th- I guess that's the interest. What can Lita do at this stage in 2022? Because Lita can we like Lita finish. Please, Lita, Lita is like sneakily older, o- was older than we thought she was at the time in her prime. So now she's you know, so for example, like when she did her um, Hall of Fame speech and she said that she was uh, she got into wrestling because she saw a a very young Rey Mysterio Jr. She was older than Ray. So uh, Lita might be, yeah, Lita's 46, yeah, so, um, we'll see what she can do, like, obviously, like, you know, I, I, I hope that she, she comes correct in a similar fashion to, uh, Trish Stratus, because Trish Stratus never embarrasses herself, but, we we're gonna see. I you know I've always I've always maintained that I thought that Trish was better. And people always told me no no no. It's it's Lita Lita you know more because she was more relatable this that, and the third. Well, I remember the Charlotte match with w- that Trish had at SummerSlam. What was that like two two th- two three years ago? She she never embarrassed herself. She always comes correct. Well, let's see it, Lita. Let's see it.
0: Yeah, this is gonna be.
1: It's gonna be yeah. interesting to see the, the results, the uh, the uh, the the fanfare to this one when it comes out, and I will be watching. I will be watching the show. Um, so yeah,
0: I don't I don't think we're gonna be expecting no all Japan women's no. This, this not, is no no not, Gaia. No, you know, you know, This is no. This will not be no
1: ceiling, no ice ribbon, <laughs> no no. <laughs> Shit, this this will def- this will definitely not be a fucking uh uh, uh Pro semi main event or main event either. Um, but we'll see. Uh, so let let's get to it while we going through it. Oh my so God. Goldberg, <laughs> Goldberg has came back for Roman Reigns after WrestleMania 36's match got canceled due to Roman um uh, leaving because of COVID for the time and come back as a heel. Uh, they said, you know what? Goldberg, you have one more match left. I know you like that sweet Sani money. Um, Come get come get speared. So they're doing that. They're finally doing Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. Goldberg, 50 what now? How old is Goldberg now? 50 <laughs> He's 55. He just Good turned 55 in, uh, two days after Christmas. So yeah, uh, up there. Damn God. near as old as he's two years younger than Undertaker. Uh
0: <laughs> how did Goldberg earn this shot?
1: Oh, by being Goldberg.
0: <laughs> the last time we saw Goldberg was when. In uh, Saudi Arabia, right? Against
1: Drew, I think?
0: Nah, nah. He was he beat Bobby Lashley in Saudi Arabia.
1: Didn't Gorg. he? Gorg.
0: But- yep. Gorg.
1: Okay. All right. I, and I then before that,
0: that, he had the had terrible match at SummerSlam with Bobby Lashley.
1: So, th- yeah, that was over his son, Sunberg, right?
0: Yes. And then.
1: But didn't then he have a match th- with, didn't he have a match with, a, no, that was the WrestleMania, that was WrestleMania, uh, no.
0: No, that was the Royal Rumble last year.
1: That's right. That's right. Okay. All right. I forgot. Yeah. Okay. You're right. I'm, I'm forgetting yeah, these Goldberg appearances, you know. That's how I'm seeing the following company far. So yeah, man, like spear versus spear. Good luck, Roman. <laughs> you know we got to look through like Roman for like all of these like Saudi Arabia shows and WrestleManias and be like, hey, what's the median age of his opponents at WrestleMania? Because like Rich, think about it like this, right? First <laughs> WrestleMania was WrestleMania uh, thirty-one, where he's fighting Big Show, Ryback. Or 29. And, yeah, 29. I'm sorry. You're right. 29, not 31. 29, 29. 29. He's fighting. It was Big Show, Sheamus, and Orton, right? Big yeah. Show was in his 40s. Orton was in his late 30s. Sheamus was in his late 30s. Or not late, uh, mid 30s, right? WrestleMania 30. He fought Kane and the New Age Outlaws. How old? So those are all people that were in their late 40s or, or mid 40s by that point in time, right? Yes. 31. Brock Lesnar, he's in his late 30s. 32, Triple H, he's in his early 40s. Uh, he's in the mid-40s then. How old is Triple H right now? Is he 50?
0: Triple H is 50 now.
1: So that was six years ago. Okay, so mid to early 50s. Or mid to early uh, 40s. Whatever you want to say, right? So, um, 33, Undertaker, who's Good like who's 52, 51 or something like that, early 50s. Up there with the red light. Yeah fresh off the, you know, must from being fresh off of the uh, operating table would have replaced him. Yeah. Um, a guy that shows up at the Rumble and has to be... Uh, it, it has to be trailered to the fucking thing. Uh, anyway, so that's WrestleMania 33. WrestleMania 34. Brock Lesnar, who at that point in time is like 40 then, right? Because uh, he's yeah. 34 now, I think. Yeah, so you have that. Uh, Then then you have him uh at 35 he actually faces somebody that's not that's not like you know a fossil he, he faces the same age as him drew McIntyre just about I think they're like one year apart or like within two years of each other, right, right? <coughs> uh and then
0: and they do like a 10 minute raw match
1: yeah a 10 minute raw match because he had he had just came back more or less and they had just did like his uh he had came back and uh, Dean Ambrose was out the door, K-A-W, so they had their, you know, that one last reunion to get that, that sweet shield reunion money before they moved him to uh, the Drew McIntyre thing. Then, 36, he was going to get Goldberg. He said, no, nah, I'm, I'm tired of fighting these old dudes. Uh, so then he...
0: <laughs> they pull out a new one
1: Yeah, for Yeah, so... It's been rough for this man in these, uh, at these Saudi Arabia shows and at WrestleMania in particular. Like he, this, they keep giving has, this man old people. I don't understand he, it. I can't get it. I, I understand the point. Like he's a big star, or he's their biggest active star, or current day star. Put him against, against the S year and the rub as if he, and I'll make him a legend. Um, I get the I get the idea. The problem is these legends ain't like Shawn, ain't like two thousand ten Shawn Michaels. <laughs> these these legends are bro, are donezo. He,
0: has wrestled more old guys than Pentagon Jr. <laughs> in Mexico. Good fucking god. Get a new formula. Speaking of that,
1: you know what you know who they should bring in? Who? They should bring in La Parca! You wanna you wanna fight all these? Put them in there with La Parca! <laughs> Am I wrong?
0: Hey, who's going who's
1: to win? Roman!
0: I don't think Leparque is going for that.
1: Look, pay him enough money and retire him. Take, him to, take the mask, too.
0: Yeah, I, come I don't on, know. Come off
1: the, look, Vince got the money. Give him a million dollars. Let him off that mask. Damn. So, uh... Damn. Yeah, man. Uh,
0: I knew we'd have fun somehow.
1: Yeah, so you got that. Uh, got... God bless roman
0: reigns and goldberg
1: god bless you roman i just hope they don't do the the edge and, and batista thing where they you know both they do the double spear and they both duck their heads to the same side and clunk coconuts
0: you know it's coming
1: oh the double spear yeah that's what i'm saying i'm calling it out like i just hope that they both you know you go we, we both go right and we both go right i mean you go this side i go this side and we you know we we a nudge. not know you know I go right, you go stage right, and then we fucking go like this. So, yeah. That's
0: what was said. They were going to do him and Edge before, you know, Brian Downs had to save the match.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's another one. He, <clears throat> so, WrestleMania last year, he fought Edge. He was in, in his late 30s or late 40s, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's another that's another fossil. And, and look, Tri- or how Daniel Bryan 30 what? Th- or 40, 30, I, late 30s,
0: right? He had um he was 39 at the time i believe
1: so okay so look they finally gave him an old guy that can actually work that's <laughs> all these years that's the one they gave him or you know edge also worked too but get my point um mm-hmm.
0: so different, lo- different levels right here.
1: right right like edge edge can get can still give you a couple good matches mm-hmm. like daniel bryan is still one of the best wrestlers one of the elite wrestlers in the world um yeah so drew McIntyre is a madcap moss. Just get this over with. Just get ro- just get Corbin and Mad Cop Moss to fuck away. Like, I want Drew... Spyder Bro, to-
0: I saw some press release that I know Paul Heyman be doing this, right? Mm-hmm. But this man was talking about one of the next great stars in wrestling is Madcap Moss, and I want him drug tested immediately.
1: Look, man, I, I can't speak on that. I saw Madcap Moss get destroyed by Drew McIntyre a couple, couple weeks ago. A couple months ago at the day one pay uh-huh. per and I thought that like he he showed high effort. Obviously, he's been around forever, so like take that with a grain of with a gigantic, or actually not with one, but with multiple grains of salt. Uh, what uh, Heyman is trying to sell you on, but that dude is trying and he's bumping for a big dude. Uh, so uh, that so I'm not going I'm not going to just say it. I think it's ridiculous too. But like I'm not just going to dismiss it out of his hand as if he's lo- he's out to lunch. Like there are a lot of dudes that are uh, that are that have that look like uh mad cap moss and WWE are doing a lot worse so um so from there we will then get to the women's chamber uh the winner gets the raw women's championship match at WrestleMania 38. It is Liv Morgan who I <laughs> discovered today 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 is two and fourteen in WWE this year
0: Man, we got we we got to start bringing the records for WWE.
1: Now I understand where you're going to say, "Well, James, that's not fair. You're counting house show stuff." I'm gonna I'm gonna say to you, "You're right. It is unfair because normally baby faces overwhelmingly win on house shows. She is a baby face. How the fuck is she two and fourteen? But I will put that to the side and say to you, "You're right. It is unfair." So I will I will give you the record. She is two and five this year on television and pay-per-view.
0: Oh, my That's God. That's so much better, right? This is a loser. This is a person who will never win.
1: She got pinned last night. Get anyway. used to
0: it. Look, look in the camera. I'm going to... like I've got the power of zooming now. So <laughs> no!
1: no wait, look wait, at me. Wait, 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 wait.
0: Look at me. She will never win.
1: Deal with you're, it. Yeah. Yo, Rich, you have no idea. So I you're I have okay, so my screen, I can't show you my screen right now, but my screen is literally like half of it is the audacity on one side, <laughs> Caleb, half the screen. So, and then I have like uh the volume controls and a time uh and a timer in the bottom right corner. And then in the top right corner is badge. is you right, your window uh, for the, for Chrome, right, so I, as I'm going through and I'm reading down the card, I, I have to go into the browser and I'm into the wiki for, uh, let chamber. So, I didn't see you zoom in, so when I click over after you said you zoom in, I just see you <laughs> you, you're like, wait, why are you so close to all of a sudden what the fuck happened? But anyway, so um, look man, um, uh,
0: it will never happen.
1: So we had this conversation happen while we were in the middle of. Actually, I brought it to your attention. I don't know what happened, but I was like, "Oh yeah, I I saw the raw results and I saw that Do Drop Beat Live," and I was like, "Just an update, Rich." Do Drop Beat Live, and then I don't know what happened. I said, "Hey man, oh Gregory." Maserick said, is she the Dakota Kai of the main roster? And I had never once considered that, but he's absolutely fucking right. He's absolutely right. And like, the only way that is not like just ironclad and put together is a part where like Dakota is way more talented than her. So like, yeah, but, but (laughs) as far as the positioning of like somebody that a lot of people will believe in and want to see do well, but the Booker don't, has other plans. And the Booker has, has shown you over and over. They have different plans. So I then presented to Rich that I said that I thought that Starlight Kid, who is 20 fucking years old, will win the white belt before she ever wins a Raw Smackdown uh, women's singles title. And then Rich's response was, shit, I think that Starlight Kid will win the red before she win <laughs> before ever with the fucking <laughs> Smackdown men and women's title. Now... Now, for those that do not watch Stardom to understand why that is so fucking hilarious. Starlight Kid, I think, will eventually, if she sticks around, as retire. I believe, given how she's already one of the five most over people in the company, as far as moving merch and all that kind of stuff, will be a Red Belt champion if she sticks around for it. If I were to ask you what year she wins it in, it'll be 2025. This man is betting on this man is betting that sh- this woman who is 20 years old will not retire in the next three years basically before Liv even gets a fucking gold watch football season reign. That's what he's betting on.
0: Yes. That's like, mean as fuck. Look, there are a lot of things that are working in my favor, I feel like. One, they don't give a fuck about Liv. They never have. Two, they could cut her any day now. Three, you ever read a Liv Morgan interview? All the people that she wants to wrestle, they don't wrestle for WWE. So I feel like, you know, you know, those budget cuts, eventually, they're going to swing around. And hey, quiet is kept. Liv Morgan's not as young as she once was.
1: Rich, Liv Morgan's been, her first match in 2015.
0: Right, so like as far as her doing like in the,
1: WWE or at least like in, I actually the, I think I think actually their first match was ever ever <laughs> in WWE, but that was 2015.
0: And and I'm not saying Liv is old or anything. What I'm saying is like she's kind of got that thing Billy had going, where it's like you're doing this youthful character. How long are you going to do that? Um, before, oh, the K- oh,
1: Katy Perry syndrome.
0: Yeah, before like you know teenage your late, dream, you're thirty. Your, Stop. You're late. Exactly. <laughs> Like she's, she she's gonna be 30 soon. So, um, yeah. I, I, Even Avril
1: Levine's not doing the skater, uh, girl shit anymore. Skater boy shit no more. Look, yes. they
0: got, they got Cora Jade right in NXT ready to just slide into that role. Like, I was talking to Josh the other week. I was like, you know, in WWE, and we were kind of like bullshitting. It was like, no one is actually ever different. It's like the person just like, the new person just fills the old person's role and it just goes all the way yeah, back archetypes. to Hogan. Yeah, yeah. Ar- archetypes. So like, Cora Jade just slides right in to start getting beat like a drum, um, you know, as Live departs.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, look at, look at a lot of the women in NXT over the years, right? Like, I don't know when the first rocker chick was. Not not saying whether it's metal or whether it's punk, right? There's always a rocker chick. Whether it's Shaxi, whether it's Rhea, whether it's uh Cora Jade St- now, whether it's uh high, or whether it's Tony Storm, whether it's uh I, I almost called her or, or Ruby Ruby Riot, there's always mm-hmm. one. So yes, you're absolutely right.
0: Yeah. yeah. So Starlight Kid, Red Bolt Champion. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> before Liv Morgan ever Think, think
1: of all the things think of what you bet you see you understand like all the all the par- all the pitfalls that come into that. Like I'm
0: tw- saying this years. while knowing I'm saying this while knowing she could win the title on accident like Nikki ASH right. or something. Right. I'm still taking right. Starlight.
1: Right. right. Yes. Wow. Wow. Also like you call her Starlight the same way that you call like Thunder Rose of Thunder, or it's like, that's not that's <sighs> Okay, whatever.
0: Yeah. You know, Thunder. <laughs> you know. Her name. You know.
1: Right. Like did you call one two three Did you call Waltman one two three instead of kid? No. You called her you called him kid. Anyway. Uh so um yeah, so I don't know why I just brought up uh Starlight like Kid's <laughs> uncle like that, but whatever. Uh you know, the kid the, you know the, yes, the illustrious the kid, kid, the kid family. family. Yes, yes. The kid family, dynamite. No. Jason <laughs> kid, you dumb as shit. <laughs> this, his wrestling alter eater, ego, Asen uh,
0: Gabriel Kid,
1: G- as yes. Crowler says. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, lots of kids. kids. Yes, Tyson Kid, another kid. Yeah, him too. Uh, so let's let's continue down with with uh, this this card. Yeah, man. The rest of that besides Liv, cause I, we just went in on Liv for so long. I didn't even mention the rest of the people in it. Rhea Ripley.
0: DJ. Kid Capri.
1: Yeah. Kid in play. All right, so... <laughs> all right. I'm not, I'm not about to do I'm not about to do kids Kid forever with you. I'm not doing this. I'm not going to do this for the rest of the show. Do, do we make a pat to stop? Do we make a yeah. pat to stop? Can we stop? Or are we going to
0: I think the rest of the show. A, a, any, any kid we can think of. Oh, just God.
1: Gotta, all right, fine. All right, so... So, also... Oh, in addition to Liv Morgan in this chamber, you have Rhea Ripley, you have Bianca Belair, you have Dewdrop, you have Nikki A-S-H, I'm sorry, A-S-H, and also uh, To Be Announced. So like that means that's going to be like a, who else is on Raw? I think, like, is Alina on Raw?
0: She is.
1: Yes, that's um, right. <clears> to <throat> beating her ass. Um,
0: Unless they put Ronda in that shit.
1: They, I mean, if they put her in the chamber. What's the point?
0: <laughs> they just did it with Brock,
1: right? But the winner, but the winner of this one gets a shot at the uh, at the Raw Women's Title. I want both of y'all again, again. again.
0: Run it, Mike.
1: Look, I mean, this <clears throat> the amount of people that are really hoping and wishing that that uh, Bianca backdoors her way into like in a weird way. This is eerily similar to the Heyman Page thing, where it's like. You lost, and it's like, all right, well, build ahead of Steam and get you some redemption to go going to the title. Because you had months to do it. Oh, no, y'all didn't do it. Y'all just microwaving the shit. Okay. Like, obviously, it's way worse. Because at least there there was the part where, like, he failed one more time before he finally got in. This is just like, Nick or Bianca has just been just hanging out ever since uh pretty much she lost the title. In, or, I mean, well, Survivor Series. So she's been hanging out since Survivor Series.
0: She, she got squashed at SummerSlam, was in DQ non finish City, don't beat anybody for real at Survivor Series, hang out and fill time in a Royal Rumble, don't actually let her beat anybody. Right. So, so I don't know if they're just trying to suppress that until they can get her to WrestleMania. Even if she wins at WrestleMania. I it's not a good story. Still, I will never move off that. That did not need to happen to her. Oh yeah! This is not like this. That does not cure anything. That is a bad story. That is that is not a story. This is filling time on a calendar, keeping somebody kind of just away until the calendar flips over to the date you want to
1: do it at. Yep. Because there was no there was no redeeming quality to this at all. There was no
0: like. There's no growth. There's no reason why no growth, no change, nothing.
1: like, no new finisher, no nothing. Just, like, I, I failed, and I chilled out, and I'm back, and yay. Like, this this was not, like, <sighs> this was not Tamna Conner rebuilding or something after losing to Ju- uh, Julia on uh, on that October 3rd show, uh, 2020. It was not. This was not, like, uh, even Hangman, like, you know, fighting for just himself, fighting for Dark Order at the time. It wasn't. It was just... All right, I put me in a, just put me in a in a, in a storage closet until it's time, boss. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who you know, but I will say if it is Rhonda, she's winning. And then like they'll you know Bianca will be told to get fucked, and people will be furious. Like maybe the only make good you get you can have on that is like oh well, they'll finally give us the Sasha <laughs> <laughs> the Sasha and, and uh, Bianca rematch that we did get a SummerSlam because like neither one of them got shit to do, we may as well do it. Yuck. Yeah, yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. right. R- yuck is the right word. Uh, so uh, I mean, there's a Usos and Viking Raiders thing where like uh the Challengers or the Viking Raiders and like one of the Usos beat uh one of the Viking Raiders clean as a sheet on Thursday or not Thursday but Friday, so can't wait for that one beat the challengers off rip in a singles match
0: anytime you can do that in like two minutes you got to do it
1: yeah yeah
0: when when is this show
1: uh elimination chamber is i wrote it down in my um calendar but yeah it is february 19th okay yeah so it's not uh so y'all
0: getting the preview this week rather than next week so oh
1: we're not talking about this show like i mean rich i don't know if you're gonna watch it right no yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll probably just throw it on because, like, just cause, but, yeah, I mean, so it's something we have to talk about, but, yeah, like that's, that's this is your preview right here, right now. We, we, You know, whatever. Like, next preview show we do for WWE will be WrestleMania. So, there's that. Uh, so, I don't know, man. Let's, you know, this is a really bad build for a pay-per-view that's going to make them, like, 50, million, 50 60 million dollars. <laughs> It's not fair. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, man. Like uh, they are
0: beyond they are post um you know, they are post quality.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember um was it Magna Carter Holy Girl that had the Samsung thing where like he was already platinum? Yes. Like they like already diamond. Yep. They already diamond. She ain't gotta be fucking good. Yep. You, we we expect expected yeah. it not to be good. To be quite fair with you,
0: unbelievable.
1: Like I think that Vincent should win worst Booker every year, but but uh, was it a uh, best promoter? He should win every fucking. Year. <laughs> like that, like uh, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. Anyway, uh, so I don't even know where to go next. You want us to just switch over to AEW? Yeah, we can do that. All right, so your 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 contributions to the mixtape, my my good man. Um, let's get to it. Let's talk about it. Um, yeah. So, uh, which one do you want to start with? You want to start with um, the Mark Henry? You want to start with the Jade Cargill? Do you want to start with Anila?
0: Uh, we'll start with uh the Jade Cargill one. So, okay. yeah, those are the three songs I'm actually involved with. Track listing Listen did come out. Uh, it's called Who We Are. Um, there's, I think, like 21 songs on it. Uh, it's available for pre-order on shopaw.com. Um, I don't know if anyone else has three songs they're a part of. I'm um, not sure. But the Jade song is a dance hall song. And I've never actually made a dance hall beat in my life. So I've always been a fan of dance hall music and I'm noticing like the modern dance hall is a little bit different from the one that I grew up on. I kind of tried to blend the two, like, you know, taking your like kind of Kevin Little stuff with, you know, some stuff I was like listening to just to kind of get a reference of what's going on right now. But, uh, really happy about that song. Uh, that song features Montesi, righteous Reg, and a guy named Anthony King, who's singing the hook. And, Originally, it was a, a hip hop beat that I produced, and Dash is like out of here. Like I put it, I put like a preview clip on Twitter today, and people were really feeling that, and that was what we didn't go with. So um, that tells you what was actually picked for the project. It was pretty interesting. Now, I don't like like there are um, people that are getting this their contribution used as like a theme, like maybe like on dark or. They'll use it, you know, the next month, or whatever. I think this is so such a happy sounding song. I think uh th- Jade would have to like turn baby face before she used something like this. Okay. Uh, but it is tight. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I, I was I was proud of myself for uh stepping out of my comfort zone and you know making something different. Um then the Mark Henry song. Uh, I can say I got word from Mark Henry himself that said if he ever wrestles again, this is going to be his theme song, which is like pretty cool. Uh, On this song is Josiah Williams from who used to be in NXT and Montezzi. First time I got to work with Josiah. So I heard what they did to it. And it was just like, like super hard trap beat. Epic horns. I was thinking like you know Olympian like type Mm -hmm. stuff. So um, shit is tough. Like it's called Legend, if I'm not mistaken. And um, it's just like you know they're they're flowing rapping all fast on it. And you know I'm just freaking it like with the beat pretty much. So like the last song was the Nyla Rose song, and now this one was like I had kind of got a direction from Mark Henry. Uh, kind of, you know, the stuff he's listening to. And I was, like, kind of shocked or whatever. So I was like, oh, okay, all right, cool. So I'll, I'll make that. Why, why were you marching. shocked? Because it, like, it was like, you know, any, anything else that anyone would be listening to right now or whatever. Mm. So, um, like, he had. I like, I, like how that... di- I,
1: I like how diplomatically you answered that question. Uh, <laughs> I think off air we would get a different, the same answer, but it's a different answer. We would be using some different <laughs> words. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but um,
0: I, th- I think uh, everyone's really going to dig that song. If there was like one where I was like, what's probably my favorite beat I made out of them? It's probably that one. Just like, you know, quality it sounds and how clean it is and stuff like that. But the song that I'm actually rapping on is Nyla Rose's song. And I pretty much use like what I would consider like, all right. I don't think the Jade or the Mark Henry beats are necessarily like my style, like of, of beat, like just me making something that I want to make. That's like a, what I use for Nyla Rose. Cool thing about Nyla was Nyla didn't give any direction. So I don't know if this was the case. She didn't get her uh, requests in on time or it was just like, Hey, just do your thing. Um, Either way the creative freedom on that was dope because I just kind of put it all together on a Saturday. I, was, I wasn't I was originally supposed to rap on it or anything. I was like, well, why wouldn't I rap on you know this? I like the beat that much, and I was like, alright, I'm going to just send a verse to. Um, they used it, and I'm on that song with John Connor, who used to be signed to Aftermath and Dr. Dre and all that. He's on the first verse, so and a guy named Blizz on the uh, last verse, and I made that beat, and it's like it's completely like it doesn't sound like anything else. So now I can pretty much guarantee it. Um, I think all three songs are, are going to stand out. I actually had spoke with Mike Ruckus, uh, that does the music for AEW. He told me that the, the stuff that, you know, I, I submitted was very impressive and, um, he's definitely 1000% looking to work with me in the future, which is pretty cool. If that, that, uh, comes to fruition. And, um, I, you know, saw a lot of people talking down, you know, uh, on this whole thing when it was rolling out. And as the information slowly gotten out there, and I want to thank AW for like the proper kind of social media push with it because we were all, you know, wondering how much they'd really like get behind this thing. Like they've been promoting it on tv on the internet on the tweets like as far as like the the dark shows uh they have wrestlers doing like profile pieces for it they had the big press release the bootsy collins foundation is involved with it uh he's actually going to be on the intro of the album that's pretty cool my mom was a big bootsy collins fan um when she was growing up and that's really cool to like just have your name like splatter with all those people like um you know you're your mega rands your john connors montezis stuff like that and i'm right there in there with them and a lot of people are like hey this is overdue you you know you deserve like this this saying, i had a lot of people show me love on like twitter and all that so thank you guys uh for for reaching out like that but you know it's it's amazing like what happens when you like kind of just meet people and because this isn't no new thing like as far as like you know the stuff i've brought to the to the to the game of rap or whatever so um i i think you guys are gonna be really impressed on you know the the contributions i made production wise and then also you know <clears throat> i actually got to rap on it with, with john connor so that was pretty fun
1: yeah it's really cool man that's really cool uh was there you say you only sent three or did you send anything else did to make the cut <clears throat> nah just those three maybe a three for three out there yeah okay um. All right. So I guess we uh we talk about the week in AEW. Like I mean I I don't really feel like going through show through the show. Like uh let big first things first. <clears throat> big thing.
2: Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion one hundred and fifty. Then.
1: Uh, when I did watch this match, I was dog tired. And when I and and I know I uh, normally say I'm dog tired. And I always talk about how like I didn't sleep for the last forty eight hours. I had like four hours of sleep or three hours of sleep in like three days, like like seventy two hours. It's like I was I was fighting for my motherfucking life to still watch that fight, to watch that match. But um, I uh, I enjoyed the match. But I was really alarmed when like MJF came out at like nine ten, and I was like, "What is this?" And um, you know, like once the once he gets caught with the choke, I thought to myself, "Like, oh, they're going to restart the match." And sure enough, um the the the, the tape were getting seen by Rinsberg. Rinsberg restarts the match, um. And I just got to say, like, I thought that Pepsi Punge was cool. Like, I I never knew what a Pepsi Punge actually was until then. Cause I always heard people talk about it. It was in Punk. I just never seen him do it before. And I see why I never used it because like yeah, Triple H, right? Um, so there's that. Um, I thought the closing stretch was, was really fun. I I thought it was a I thought it was a damn good match. I just thought that like it just went way too long. I thought that like they had a they would have had a you know. I don't think I'm a genius that they saying it like this 40 something minute match would have been better going 30 or, you know, 27 or whatever. But, um, they did what they did. Um, and people that a lot of people like love the match, you know, giving it for over four and a half, whatever else, like, I'm not going to argue with you. It's just for my taste after seeing a match go 30 minutes, that was killer. Like that weekend, um, between Julia and Mayu, uh, and comparing it to this like it just pales. it just paled in comparison as far as the work um so i you know for me also like another part where like i saw it come from all the way like once they zoomed in on him and like mjf gets thrown into the ring i like i was like because like you know <laughs> i was just, like oh he has the ring like he's rolling the ring you can see him like covering his hand like he's covering for an object like, oh he has the ring So he decks him, and like I guess the crowd was like surprised or just didn't see it either. They were like, "Okay, well Warlow's letting finish him like on some um, young bucks and Adam Page against Kitty Omega shit." I don't know, but like decks him, pins and uh, pins him, and I was like, "Well, yeah, all right." Like he went, he beat CM Punk in Chicago. He gets to hold this over people's heads forever. There's more heat for CM for uh, not CM Punk for MJF. So like as far as who was going to win, I didn't I didn't I was good with whoever winning. Um not that MJF has won. I think even better. Um and like I think there's a rematch and I think the rematch will be sooner than um than like a normal big rematch is in AEW, but may- maybe even a pay per view. But um yeah, I thought that like from booking perspective and everything, I thought they did more or less everything right, except for not putting it on first. Um, that's the only thing that's my only really, only real critique critique about it is like they had a really good match for my money. They should've they would they should have cut it shorter, but they didn't, but the crowd they <clears> didn't <throat> lose the crowd like like it was unrecoverable. Like they, the times the crowd got quiet, but they other times they got it back up and revving by the end like they were into it all. So from that perspective it was success for a forty minute match. It just wasn't my cup of tea. Like it's still a match that I've still I given it three and a half stars, but like I, w- I will say I just I, I I'm kind of in this state right now, in this run right now between stardom and um in AEW, I'm kinda of over four or matches going over a half hour or half hour over. Like I just I just don't have the patience for it right now. Like it it's been done a lot right of late, um, in December through uh January of uh <laughs> uh there, so far.
0: There are a certain number of wrestlers in the world that I want to watch wrestle for over 30 minutes. Yep. CM Punk at age 43 and MJF, it with CM Punk, this is not one of those combos. Agreed. I was confused when I was seeing some of the reactions to this. Like we had just witnessed some modern classic or whatever. And I was like, Huh? Like if you're you're talking about an old school like physical war that involved great selling. I mean, Hangman versus Danielson was like smoked it. You know, a month ago. Like, right. what are we talking about here? Um, I think people are, you know, CM Punk is getting a lot out of a little, right? And that's a talent in itself. And I think there are people that desire for this, the natural people that, you know, may have come into AW at a later time, like maybe with CM Punk, you know. Um, they was say, hey, you know, all these people need to slow down and all these flips and everything. And then when CM Punk's doing like this, this basic slower pace selling based stuff, it's really getting over huge, like with that sect of the audience, right? But when I'm watching this, I'm like, I don't think this holds up, like, to, you know, like, you're me, like, this is, like, Brian and, and, and Kenny Omega, no. Um, Hangman and Brian, no. Like, stop this. Like, his match against Eddie Kingston was, like, your four-and-a-half CM Punk match. Yep. Like, that's what you're, like, you know, going 11 minutes all out. Um, you know, this was, like, it felt long for the sake of being long at times. There may have been a business element to this. Um, keep CM Punk on screen as long as possible in a big match. Uh, and this actually didn't do the killer rating that people would have thought it did, which uh, speaks to a point Josh from keeping a strong style was making. Maybe they missed the peak. Uh, as far as like the feud, they built it up for three months and it was like, by the time the match came, it was almost like, Oh, whoa we're here. Like it, it's happening. And I was like, I didn't, I felt like the match was kind of hot but then like i would have thought it would have been a little bit more thunderous as far as environment wise um you know going into it but that you know they they slowed this thing all the way down and they were it felt like they were trying to do like rick flair and harley race and like you know i well, i'm tired of the, i i hate to say it but like the, the tribute act stuff like I don't know, man. Like MJF, when he when he's falling in out of the figure four around the ring pose and falling on the ground, like I'm sorry. Like this is not a four and a half star match.
1: Yeah, like, like you're not like, I understand CM Punk, Mr. Punk. You are a huge brand. You are not Bret fan. Hart. You are not fucking Bret Hart. You're just not. There's no shade to that. There's very few motherfuckers ever been Bret Hart in the ring. That man. I've ever seen my own two eyes. I don't think there's even I don't think I've ever seen 20 of them. Right. That's really hard to fucking you do. You're great. You're just not Bret Hart.
0: Right. Like, this is not Kazuchika Okada and Will Ospreay. Like, no. I don't... This should not have... This right. ain't
1: that one New Tommy this and Shuri.
0: Should, right. Like, this is not... This shouldn't be going that long. Like, I uh, and this should have went like 25 minutes and, you know, whatever. But I think it was a lot... It was very ambitious. Kudos to them for, for reaching for the stars because somebody got to. But, um... As far as I loved how his book booked, though, like I'll say that I love that MJF would have won this match because I would have done the same thing. Won it twice. If, won it twice. Um, uh, this is a company about youth. Um, they just showed you in back to back months like Hangman putting away Brian Danielson, MJF putting away uh, CM Punk. If you're crying about either result, there's another company uh that, that is on the dial right now where you can watch the old guys thrive right? or, you know you want the old guys to win. There's a there's another uh, promotion that can do that for you, but this like was a clear message that it was like, yo, we've got stars like Hangman Page, MJF, like, and it is like you know the message is is clear. Are they always going to win? No, but they're going to get wins at the right time that launched them to you know different stratospheres. And I think it's really cool um, that, you know, even, you know, they had to do it dirty and stuff like that. But I mean, who that's doesn't? That's how he wins. That's part that, for the
1: course. That's part for the course. Like
0: he, he beats everybody like that. He beat Darby like that. Like it's he always then, wins with a ring. He and always and beat it, somebody
1: with a name with a ring.
0: He, he uh, did, you know, got, got wins over Jericho uh, in dirty fashion and um, stuff like that. Like I think, Cody. you know, Cody. Yep. What what and, and think about it for MJF. He's got Cody, he's got uh, you know, he's got he's got Cody, he's got um Darby, he's got Jericho, he's got punk, he got CM Punk. Nobody's been CM Punk since, you know, who who knows? Like this is his first loss, obviously, in that the promotion. And it's like
1: yeah, like maybe that's, his a, first that's a loss very since, big win. Is that maybe his first loss since, like, December 2013?
0: It might be his first loss since, like, Old School Raw when he lost to Roman Reigns.
1: He lost to Reigns on Old School Raw? Yep. Okay, well, then that would be it, then. Yep. I, was, I totally forgot about this. <laughs> I was thinking, like, that one time when, like, the Wyatts had pulled out, or when he faced the Wyatts or faced the Shield or whatever else with Daniel Bryan and, like, one of the two factions get the other one out and they were left mm. to die and fight for their own. So, yeah.
0: So like I I like I said, I think it was I enjoyed the match. I thought it was cool. I think I was a little bit higher on it than James. It was like 3.75 for me, but I was like I don't, I don't is, mind it.
1: Like I, don't, I think I think I'm I probably am punished. I'm probably punishing the match for going so long and I was fucking exhausted.
0: Yeah. And I I just don't think this was some match of the year candidate like no. I think people were I think people wanted it to be a match of the yes. year candidate very badly and sometimes that's you know maybe I'm wrong about this I'm not the authority on these things but I would encourage people if they can stomach watching 38 minutes of that match again rewatch it and then rewatch like Hangman versus versus um, Brian and you tell me like which one we're talking about here and it's not both
1: yeah Um, all right. So, I guess other matches on there, uh, I guess, are from this week. The TNT title match between Sammy Guevara and... I'm sorry. um, We can talk about that. We'll get to the other uh, title match, FTW. one after. That's what I really want to talk about. But um, Sammy Guevara versus Isaiah Cassidy. I thought they had a very good match. Um, I just think that the problem is that... um, much like the first reign with, uh, Guevara is that he won against Miro, uh, aside, until he got into the Cody, you know, training the belts back and forth thing. Like they did not give him someone that like, you think he could, is, could stand the test to beat him. Like he's beating people that he's basically carrying, um, in, in, you know, and, in, in namesake he's carrying. He's not actually like carrying Isaiah Castor. um, carrying other people's face because they're also good in their own right. But just from the, just from a, uh, murky name value perspective, he's a much bigger star than those other guys, which is part for the course for the TNT title, especially during Cody's reigns. It's like, okay, we fucking get it. We know what you're doing. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, I thought they had a really good match. Uh, and, uh, uh, so what were your thoughts on it? Um,
0: I think Sammy is great. And I totally agree with your point about like, you know, them needing to put him in there with, you know, marquee people. There's a lot of people that are just kind of hanging out, not being put in that CNT title mix. Um, that are, you know, like obviously they have bigger plans for Cole, but Cole was somebody that could be been matched up with Sammy at some point. Yeah. Um, they've got, uh, they've got a lot of people on the roster. They've got Team Taz, all those guys, like Ricky Stars could be stepping up, uh, to Sammy. Um, they've got, Imports on the way in that hopefully can be stepping up to Sammy or whatever, and you know, I,
1: Orange I think, Cassidy, bring orange your ass athlete. down here and come get and come get kneed in the head,
0: right? Like, and then like y'all need to like feed this guy like some
1: some some names, and it ain't even got to be some; to it. It, it can be two during this rain, but it has to happen. Like, there's a reason. Like, you will figure that they did the 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 two matches with Cody. <laughs> say as a way of saying like like a reset to reset and say okay like we know that he's going to give you the matches uh but he was wrestling these smaller names that can that we knew weren't threats so people were kind of bored with his title even though he's having great matches so we do the thing and restart it and first thing you do is go right back to what made people say that they were they were kind of wanting him to come off the belt anyway so it's was like all right at least the Darby we get the Darby uh, face facing after this match where after he beats um, after he beats Cassidy, A H F O comes in. Darby clears the ring. They go face face. So like I'm in, so that is definitely somebody that yeah. like, I'm interested to see because you know Darby and in and, and Silvera, they're they're great together.
0: Maybe they can do a three way even with those with Andrade and Darby.
1: Okay, um, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be great. Um, yeah, so. I'm I'm with it. Like whatever you know, Darby and Guevara go face face. I'm with it. Put it pay per view. i i would be great. Now, get them off to, You know, like didn't
0: <clears throat> you know? A, I got an idea.
1: Challenge involved.
0: Sorry, I got I got an idea of a guy that can give Sammy Guevara at a certain point. Chris Jericho.
1: Yeah. Um, seeing how far this thing or whatever you know how this goes with the rest of, um, inner circle. This man it's meeting in um, if they break up, that's a natural storyline to do. I, I say I would say to do that pay per view, um, mm-hmm. but you know um, that's for May or whatever, not for right now. Right now is Darby, but yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. That'd be a great time to do it. Um, and then after, know, that, like, Dar- wh- after that, like after that, Jericho basically goes <laughs> to <laughs> yeah, but. It, uh, I almost feel like if you put Pack in this title match, you got, he has to one he has to win one fucking eventually, right? Like <laughs> like if you do pack let that be the let let pack be the TNT champion like when you want to put the, take the belt off of Sammy. Uh so 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 yeah, um but yeah, like I, I would love to see that match. Um so the real the the, the real uh I'm sorry, will this be the tertiary title? I know, I know, I know, I know that Tony Khan and Cody don't like talking about titles not about you know the, the two and three titles not being or being the two and three titles, but like uh Ricky Star versus Jay Lethal. Man, um I didn't give this four stars, but like I had it at three and a half and it was cooking and it was short and it was crisp and everything. And then when that finish came through where Lethal goes for lethal injection, and uh, and and Ricky Stars turns into a, uh, a a makeshift uh uh Rochambeau. I popped like I gave it a, like off off that move, off that reversal. I gave it a quarter extra quarter star bump to that three point three five. Uh, I'm sorry, three point three
0: four. Uh, moves, baby.
1: I'm sorry, three point seven five. I'm tripping. Yes, yes, move moves baby moves baby yes uh that needs to be clipped off your uh your stream from uh the weekend and that shit had me howling moves baby uh so maybe, anyway yeah man i i thought it was excellent i thought that that was a counter and finish that belonged at a wrestlemania cuz like Vince Man would have would have saw that he, that would have been the finish of one of his uh matches on, on a wrestlemania or on a a marquee match i popped big for it i yeah. was like I was like,
0: like, <gasps> right. like, what? It's rare I'll do the gasp or whatever because, you know, I thought it was, though it was cool. I think it's the yes. best Starks is looking a long time. You had some thoughts about Jay Lethal. I thought they were pretty interesting.
1: Oh, man. Like, okay. So for me with Starks, like, I thought this was Starks's, um I thought this was probably his best performance in AEW. Like, bell to bell performance selling. Um, Getting a high quality match, singles match, because he, he doesn't really have many high quality singles matches to his name. Um, that being said, Jay Lethal, while watching it, he was so far, he was, he was, I don't want to say light years, but he was, he was to the eye like clearly ahead of him as a worker in the ring, and like you can see at times where like he's sitting there kind of like waiting uh, a half a half blink starts to do his thing so he can reverse it or whatever else or he's slowing down to try to meet him meet his speed and it and i'm not saying like you know it was some fucking high speed match i'm just saying like it was just super impressive that he's that sharpened on his game right now and like yeah man um we talked about this off air we've talked about it before when he first came and had the match with vera like um with that in mind with this match in mind like this is a dude that was in ring of honor and was a guy that we knew, you know, by being their top champion, by having the match with Taven, having a match with Brisco. We knew this dude was super talented. Um, we knew this dude was a dude that didn't go out and have great matches, but we just hadn't seen it. And he hadn't been, he's been he's been, you know, kind of in that away from the line of a lot of people. And like this dude has left ring of honor and showed up in AEW. And this dude is literally like, he's wrestling with what a motivation and, and, you know, uh, do we want to talk about what, what I think motivation is? Yes. This man is wrestling for forgiveness in, in much the same way that Chris Brown at that uh, <sighs> after the Rihanna, after he beat the hell out of Rihanna, he showed up to the BT Awards and dance and damn so damn well like he was going to start uh, levitating off off the damn dance floor. And like he 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 was dancing for forgiveness. The only thing this man didn't do was show up in a soaking wet w- white T-shirt and start crying while singing Man in the Mirror. Like that is that is the kind of game that uh <laughs> that that Jay Lee flows on right now. Like this man is trying to beat these allegations with fake fights.
0: Hey, if That's, one look, if, if one were to think that was possible, right? These it, would be the performances that
1: you would need to do it. Yes. Like this dude, this dude came in here and he feel like he hit the ground running.
0: Yeah, he's like, yo, why I think he's got that 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 mindset, why not me? Right,
1: like, like up like, these recent go. acquisitions, right? These recent acquisitions that came in, right? You got Andrade, or you got you got or you got uh, Malachi. He's been
0: more. He's been more impressive than
1: other than like <laughs> other than like Malachi Danielson and um and Andrade. It's well, him. And like I, he, I, I would not expect I, this. I expect, this is like I want to say. Well, I guess what I'm trying to say is like. I expect that from those level of guys, because I've never really thought that Lethal was ever at that level of guy. This dude's wrestling Apparently to where, like... he is. Right. <laughs> that's where I'm getting at. Like, this has been really impressive. And it's like, hey, man. Um,
0: like plans might have to get, you know, ripped up, or, you know, this guy needs to be factored in. Right. Like if he's going to be wrestling like this, like... That Black Machismo know,
1: shit was left in ring honor.
0: Yeah. Like... It, like, you're going to be telling me Adam Cole's like, going to be getting all the big matches. Well, Jay Lethal needs to be getting the big matches too, like, the way he's wrestling.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, whatever they figure out, whatever they're going to do with whatever hits the fan with Omega and Red I would Dragon love and, to and the see, Young Bucks.
0: I would cool. love to see Kenny and Jay Lethal at some point again this year. They had a great match in uh, 2017 in that tournament. What tournament? The U.S. title tournament. Oh, okay. Long Beach.
1: Okay, totally forgot about that. Jesus, that was a long time ago. Yeah, Long Beach a long fucking time ago. What?
0: 2017.
1: 2017. Was that? Did what? Was the Okada Cody match on there? On that?
0: That was the Saturday main event.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. It was multiple shows. Holy shit, that was a long time ago. Um, I mean, it was five years ago. <laughs> it was almost five years ago. Uh, but yeah, man. Um. Yeah, just really impressed with Jay Lethal and like high on the high on that like high on the list of like put him in a match, and it's like it is a spark. It really is at this point. Um, so other matches I thought were interesting uh, or other things that happened this week on AEW I thought were interesting were um the Mercedes Martinez match on Rampage versus uh versus uh, Thunder Rosa. Um, obviously Thunder or she interfered or she beat up Thunder Rosa at one point and then you know this is a get back. And they have their match and Thunder Rosa uh is winning and then uh they end up taking it by the ring steps. Uh Mercedes is thrown into the steps and then she grabs a a, a gigantic lead pipe and she bops that shit across the back of Thunder Rosa's head. Obviously the shit was fake, but you God, know, damn, that's a mean the way the, the way she hit the, the
0: so, back of so, so what you saying is Mercedes laid the pipe?
1: Yeah, she laid the pipe across the back of that head. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so
0: obviously after, DQ in the promotion.
1: Yes, I think it's kind like
0: of the, a jarring like thing, like the
1: first, second, or third DQ ever, or something like in the, in the history of the not the first, like it's had be like the third or fourth, something like that. Yeah, it's yeah.
0: under five for sure.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, uh, took the DQ and um obviously they had to I I don't know if they did they stretch her Rose off? I would have stretched her off after that fucking pipe. Bro, that pipe that part looked look heavy as fuck. bitch. anyway <laughs> So uh in the back, you have uh they're interviewing her. Uh Mercedes is like, What what the hell's gotten into you? Why would you why would you do this? And um in comes Team Baker. Mm, Jamie it all
0: comes together. And,
1: Britt and, um... And Rebel. And Britt says, that one part of the deal why I paid you, it was for you to... to it was for you to lose. Which, she's not saying it out... She's not saying it verbatim It like, I want... Thunder Rose high on the contendership, uh, list. I high on the rankings. I wanted you to beat her so that she just nudged down she doesn't get a title shot. But but That's the insinuation. That's what is implicitly said. Is like, I didn't bring her here to lose. I, I I beat you here to beat her up. Not the same thing. So you say, I want you to get another shot. Um, so in the background, Jamie's like, Wait, what the fuck? You hired you hired someone else. You brought you brought in outside. Ta- you Whoa. brought in an outside goon. And Britt was like, Yeah, I brought an outside goon. You can get the job done. So she's furious. She's already was mad at um over the Reho thing. With Brit, um, so that's another reason to be mad. But at the same time, Mercedes like, all right, fine, but you still have to pay me. You still want to pay me? And she's like, well, you'll get paid when you, when you do your job. So uh, Mercedes didn't like that. She was gonna step to Brit, but you know, Jamie still care. While she's mad at uh, Brit, she's still gonna stand up for Brit. So she got in between uh, those two. So it's like, I thought this. I don't want to say I masterful, but teach- I thought this was great.
0: I think the DQ is totally worth it to, to for this, to do all because, this. Yes. Yes. because it not only goes back from here, it goes back to the tournament while um, both Rebel and um, Jamie lose to Thunder Rosa. Yep. We think that Jade had hired Thunder Rosa or hired Mercedes Martinez and there was going to be some partnership. But mm-hmm. no, it was a hit job from, from Britt, you know, seeing her coming. And then, you know, it all weaves into what happened on Rampage. And it was like, man, pe- people got to update their uh, they talking points, man. This is really good.
1: Yeah, because this is now like the top. This is now a top angle. They also like, like this is down- what
0: get, this is Thunder versus Britt. We are here.
1: Yeah, it's Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker for the title. And underneath it has like about a month of television between like dissension and, and Rosa having to climb the mountain to get to her. Before it even happens, and also like before or even after, like you also the fallout between Mercedes and Jamie and Jamie and Britt. Like, so like, there's tons of stuff for uh, for Britt Baker in like that whole storyline in a way that like I can't remember last time that happened with like in America. Like, maybe um, that was well done. Um, maybe like the uh. Maybe like the four way at WrestleMania or the four way at, at NXT New York, where like you had EO and Kyrie and Bianca and uh Shayna, where it played into where it's like multiple people are going to have to, you know, they're all chasing after her and all this and that whole that whole run of time, like from the time she got that belt back in 18, all in uh, what was it um, Revolution? Mm-hmm. Is well, what was, the name of the, was, all, was it? The woman's all put was it? Was Revolution? Ev- was it Ev- 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 evolution?
0: evolution from
1: Evolution to um, Wrestlemania, uh, their New York, um, takeover, so, like, I, I, I thought this was really, I thought it was really definitely done, um, and, like, yeah, man, a lot of people have said bad, have said a lot of stuff about this women's division, but, like, have been late to recognize it, like, storyline-wise, it has picked up a lot, um, I mean, you even have, like, you know, with this, with Sheeta in, um, Serena thing and like the vignettes for Serena to get her off the ground. Like she's going to have a shot at the TNT title or, or not TNT title, the CBS title or the uh, the AW Women's World title soon. Like she is being set up almost like a um like a like a Konami Shuri type figure of like she's the badass gatekeeper, right? Yep. Like, like so if
0: like if there's a title change, like Thunder Rosa's opponent is probably going to be Serena Deep, yep. like <laughs> yep. something like that.
1: Yep. Um, so like it, so yeah man, this thing is kind of rounding into form. Like, is it going? Is it going to be stardom? Fuck no, but it can't be <laughs> right. Like, it's, it's not gonna be Ice Ribbon, not gonna be Tuggy Shifro. It's not gonna be Sendai. They, none of that.
0: They, <laughs> they, they don't have to worry about sending a baby face out there that resents the fans and is just angry at them and and shows it all over her face. Like we don't have to deal with that in this promotion. No. Um, you got you know if Ritz in there with Thunder, Thunder will be sheared. Like. This is not like this is not the Brit party that it would have been against. You know, some of her previous opponents, where it's yeah. like the 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 babyface is just holding on uh, for dear life. Thunder Rosa has like uh, she has levels to go to before she gets to Brit, and when she gets to her, I think we're going to get a fucking great match. And I hope it's at Revolution.
1: Uh, I, I I don't know. I think it might be somewhere to do it on TV. Because uh, I, I think we'll see. Like. They like do it on either. TV
0: is a massive mistake. I think. I think they should do it on pay per view and shit. Like, depend on how hot the storyline gets.
1: Why? Or, the reason why I say it is like, given like how did, all is going to play out. Like, don't you want how many matches is Rosa going to get through before she even get to pay per view? Because we're only how many weeks out now? Three weeks? Four weeks?
0: Uh, it is March sixth the pay per view. So we've got it, like we've got like eight shows between Rampage and,
1: uh, so four Dynamite. weeks. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I mean, you could get to it, but you know, they, it's weird with AEW. Like I always feel like they're either going too fast or too slow. I never feel like mm-hmm. they're doing anything just right. <laughs> like, so, um, with their timing. So, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see, but yeah, it could, it could definitely happen then. Like they could get through all that stuff, but I just kind of, you know, but then again, like, Thinking about it, like, I don't think they're gonna do a Thunder Rosa fiery promo thing with to, to build the match. So, like, you can throw that, you can toss it aside. So, like, you ain't even gotta have a week for that. So, you're probably right. Um, so another thing I wanted to mention, um, so while we're talking about AEW women's, AEW women's, <laughs> like, all Japan women's, AEW yep, women's. AEW uh, women. So, uh, Battle of the Belts, Brit versus Riho. Early in that match, uh, a match that I did not exactly love, um, a match that I was at times frustrated with, especially the ending. Um, kind of answering why it didn't, it didn't go off as well as I thought it could have. Well, Riho broke apparently broke her collarbone in the middle, early in the match, and it continued off throughout the match. Uh, at no point did I think she ever broke anything. I thought it was just a match, um, and the word is, uh, she went to the back. She wrestled her match. She went to the back. She, they, there was no complaints, and then they checked her out, and then uh, later on, days later or something like that, and they found out, oh, yeah, you broke collarbone. You wrestle this back with a fucking broke collarbone. And, like, that just goes she like, so? Yeah. And, like, keep mind, like, you know, we...
0: <sighs> this is the woman that is admonished for no, nothing looking real, for looking like she's a joke, and all this other shit. Yeah.
1: Alright. And, and, uh, <laughs> so... And I don't necessarily I get where a lot of people or I get where people are coming from as far as her offense or whatever else, uh, but that's besides the point. Um, in this particular moment, she fought through a in the middle of a title match, fought through a broken collarbone, uh, and like and it, reminded me uh, something that like I is just true, just just true. I've seen it enough now over the last uh, three years. Joshi's different, bro. <laughs> It just said some other shit, bro. Like, it, I, I saw, I heard about that, and the first thing I thought about was like, well, I did see, I did see, like, Nascotora Tora, like, land a, a leg drop on Jungle his knee and tear ACL, and then I watched Jungle Keona wrestle another eight minutes on that fucking knee, like, like limping around on that bitch, and then tag out and roll out the ring. She sold it and then, like, started to try to run ropes and tried to, like, fire miscarry somebody and collapse on her knee. Nope. Like... They just different out there, bro. This is a whole different level. Joaquin yeah. ain't wrestled since that day. Jesus, she ain't wrestled since.
0: Yeah, I, I logged on Twitter and I just saw Riho in the um the arm sling, I was, and she just looked. It just looked so sad. It like it was like, damn.
1: Yeah, so I just wanted to point out, like, hey man, like you know, um, all these wrestlers are tough, but they ain't tough, but they ain't tough as these motherfuckers over there. It's not like we see people like separating their shoulders and all type of stuff, and like, nah, way they match up, throw them X's up, or whatever else. And I, you know, like I'm not saying that, like, you know, that's some type of a uh, discredit to our tough ass wrestlers. They get injured and you know carry on too. There's some, you know, that stuff happens all the time. People fight thinking cutches, all that kind of stuff, or mm-hmm. crazy neck injuries. But it, I don't know what it is to me where someone can break their neck. And then say, "I'm. Let's just go to the finish, bruh, And then say, "I'm gonna take. My, I'm gonna. I'm gonna walk off with my full strength all the way to the back, and then collapse like Hiromu did. Or you know, I'm gonna headbutt somebody so hard that I catch a fucking uh, subdural hematoma, and then continue wrestling one of the greatest matches of all time, and then lose, and then take my ass to the back, and then collapse. Uh, behind once I get behind the curtain, and almost die. And they have Dave Meltzer, a Rose report that they took his brain from out of his fucking skull, and then and stopped the swelling, and then they put it back in. That's not how that works. It's not a battery pack, Dave. What the fuck are you talking about, Dave? So yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, man, they are different over there, man. They just different.
0: Yeah, man, broken brain. You know. Yeah.
1: Just, look just unplug the memory card and then put it right back into the playstation what
0: reset button
1: yeah rumble pack the rumble pack rich slam it in yeah uh alright so well, I, next guess,
0: I guess there's only one thing left to do so I guess James go ahead and hit the music <laughs>
1: Okay, man, so uh, two shows um, have happened since the last pay per view, the anniversary show. Um, they had a Corken Hall on February 1st, then they had a show in Sendai on the 6th. So, been a, uh, so in the aftermath of Tam and Waka and um, my missing. Uh, time uh, due to what we believe to be uh, COVID concerns. Um, Mayu on the uh, the sixth show ended up missing. She uh, they said she was physically unable uh, in physically poor condition, um, which is the same thing they told us about um, Tam and Waka and Mai. So I was concerned. But then, like watching the pre match promo, when Hannah talked about Mayu missing, she she let it slip that it was a back injury. So, like, I for somehow like I, I felt more relieved to hear that it was a back injury than COVID. Uh, anyway, so uh, let's just I'm just gonna get into it and talk about the uh, the February first show in Corgan Hall. Um, They end, up, they end up having in the opener Hannon, Hannon versus Saki. Um, Hannon had a put up a good fight against Saki. Uh, obviously, she's bigger than her, but she's obviously the age difference. We're talking about a woman in her late 20s versus a, a 17 year old high school girl. A real JK fighter, if you will. Um, and Hannon had her on the ropes until Saki said, Gotcha, you, gotcha, you kid, and uh, hit caught her with her crucifix uh, pin. Or Flash, Chris, Chris paying for the win. Uh, it was a decent match. Uh, then the second match was Mayu and Hazuki and Kaguma and uh, Kogo versus uh, Utami, Kamatani, Azuni, and uh, Lady C. They had a they had a second match. It just wasn't a match that you thought they could have on the card. Like you figured like you put those eight together, they could go out and have a great match. They basically had a a solid good match. Uh, That was the second match on the card. Um, At the end, um, Kaguma ended up, they basically all murdered uh, Lady C with, like, they hit her with the rocket uh, in the corner, and then uh, Kaguma ended up uh, coming off the top and hitting her top rope bear splash for the the win uh, on C. Uh, Second match, you had Mina and Unagi versus Julia and Tekla. I don't know what uh what would have happened on this card if we had the other three angels, but this is what they came up with Mina and Unagi versus uh Julia and Tekla. And I thought they had a good match. Uh it wasn't some match of the year, it wasn't some match of the um night, but they had a good match. Um, the end comes down to Mina and Tekla together again. Um, and Tekla seemingly has look well, like she's going to put uh Mina away in a similar fashion to the pay-per-view but she ends up escaping the uh, poison spider death drop and ends up uh, slapping on her her flash pin that glamorous uh, collection Mina and gets the win. So after they get the win, um, Unagi, who don't give a damn, she said, hey, we just want to tag Magic as one half of the former tag team champions. We want to shot at tag titles. Uh, Hazuki, bring your ass out here and accept our challenge.
0: All you got to do is ask.
1: I got to do his ass. Is Nagi. Yes. Yes. So, um, can we
0: talk about Nagi's outfit on that press conference?
1: Uh, yeah, let me finish the promo real quick or the back after match promo. Um, so they come out. Hazuki says, yeah, you know, you guys say you're crazy or Nagi, you say you're crazy. You know, um, uh, we'll see who's crazy. Um, and then Kagumi, got any words for these two. Kagumi says, well, I like when people do bear poses. Hazuki is against the ropes. She you see her looking at that, kind of like, God damn it! Why am I? Why are my friends with such a goofball? Um, such a non serious person. So obviously, you know Mina, you know Unagi. They they with the shits. They look at each other. They get in, they get themselves in formation. <laughs> like the Ginyu Force, they yes. go. You know ah ah, you know uh and do the pose uh and there's a and there's a still uh Rich do you have the still that I uh that I sent to y'all that is now a uh a icon in one of our uh things
0: if you send it to me okay now yeah. i can project it
1: yes i would like for you to project this on the screen uh do you want me to send it to you in messenger
0: yes please
1: all right let me pull up in messenger so they do the pose uh and it 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 was it was just hilarious. Suzuki's against the ropes and just like, I'm not with this goofy shit. Like, and I'm with these three characters. Uh, but I think they're going to have a very good match when they, uh, when the time comes and they do, uh, have it. So uh, I'm with it. Um, you know, I don't, I, I don't know what's, what's, what is, what they would have done if Tam had been around or whatever else. So, like, I'm just like, aside from these draws, I'm kind of washing my hands on whatever um, they're doing for this particular, um, for this particular pay-per-view or setup or, you know, build up to the pay-per-view. As long <laughs> as it makes a similar sense, I'm okay with it because it's not, I don't know where the plans were. So, um, I am stalling for time until I can find this thing so I can send it to Rich. So, just bear with me, y'all. Um, yeah, man. Found it. All right. I said it to you. So, okay. uh, so I saw the, I saw the picture of, of Mina and Unagi and Kaguma and Hazuki. And I thought like, this, this reminds me of something. This reminds me of something <laughs> when we have these discussions. Uh, are you showing sure these people? Yes. Yeah. So this is very, this is very much a lot of the conversations that we, that, that uh, me, that keeping a strong style and one H radio have when, these these three are, are on the goofiness, and I'm just like I, I can't partake. I can't relate. I, I, I I'm not I'm not, I, I'm not aligning with this vision, this particular vision <laughs> as of now. So yes, this is very much that is very much uh, the essence of of <laughs> <such a> suplex, <laughs> the core four, if you will. So uh, yeah, uh, but anyway, uh, on to the next match. Uh, you had another Quattro's match. You had. Shuri and Micah and Himeka and Mirai the as I as I officially have told, called Rich before these four, they are the alliance to stop mania Like them four will just be like those are uh, Utami's career rivals for like the next or her career rivals going forward. Like that's gonna be it. It's gonna be those four versus Utami in whatever form or fashion for the next like four years. Uh anyway, uh versus Momo and Death and Rwaka, and Rena. And I don't know why. Uh I do not know why Oedo o- o- Titan bothered showing up for this one. They they going was finna get smashed. And uh That's exactly what happened. They got smashed.
0: Head busting.
1: Yeah. Uh Mariah ended up beating Rena with the uh the K O D. She calls it a JP coaster. Uh so uh oh just to just for reference, I look at my notes. I forgot like uh Mina did not beat Tekla by countering out of the poison spider uh, finish and in, into a flash pin. She escaped, hit a move, and I think it was like a kick to the gut, and then hit her implant DDT. It's basically like a, a lifting double arm DDT, like a dirty deeds almost. Um, Tekla so,
0: needs a move called the tech, so we can say hit her with the tech.
1: <laughs> that would be fun, uh, but then again, like she doesn't spell it right, she so probably even think about no techs. So, yep. um, where are those? Uh, so, uh, the main event. The main event, high speed match, Starlight Kid versus Natsu This would be Starlight Kid versus Natsu part number three, um, in their high speed uh, of rivalry. So this would be the, trilo- this would be the trilogy. <sighs> so we had me and Rich had talked about and We talked about this a while like the thirty minute time limit draws, and. Talked about how... We even talked about it, you know, days before on last last week's show, reviewing pay-per-view, uh, about, you know, the uh, Julia and Mayu match about... It was great. Just um, just wishing that situation... And obviously, you know, with Tam being out, they had an excuse for going to a draw. They had to figure out how to get, you know, with months, you know, with months ahead of time, they had to let people know, like, these are two main events for these fucking Sumo Hall shows, so I can't really be mad at them for that. Um... What I can't be mad about is there them having a high speed match, go you know, 30 minutes in a time limit draw. Um that is not setting up a rematch at all. It's not happening. Like it it was They had a they had a high speed match, and don't get me wrong, like I've seen Twenty plus minute high speed matches. I've seen high speed matches. Say, I,
0: I've seen people like putting um different match times and cage match things with the history of the high speed championship yes. and it's, it's, high numbers. Right. I like we're aware of that.
1: Yeah. Um it, the thing is, right? Ever since Suzuki won the title at the 2018 um year end climax show, ever since her ever since her first defense up until literally the other day all these title matches have been what we've seen out of the high speed of the uh of the high speed uh matches like that was then this is now like i understand that like when my you had matches with uh let's say la rosa negra or when EO had matched when Kaguma or to get, handing the belt over to Kaguma uh, back in like 2015 or 14, whatever the hell that was. Like, that was a different iteration, a different style, and a different approach. So, like, I understand that. However, we have been under... We've been working with... We've been literally, like, working under Hazuki's rules since 2019. It is 2022. And this... Particular, this draw did not did not set up a rematch. It set up Nasupoy being the number one contender for the white belt at the next pay per view. Huh?
0: Yeah. Um, the only thing I could think of is like you know maybe getting Starlight Kid some main event experience, going to you know a thirty minute you know time limit and you know stuff like that and they that's, put the that's match, the,
1: they put the match it had no and didn't want to be either one of them yeah that's, that's just that's just, yeah like that's, it, it wasn't even and it wasn't even like a to set up a rematch They're, like if they have another match it'll probably like i don't know i don't know if they'll even have another match like who knows yeah, but man, that's not a the draw, point it's like d-
0: draws are getting like
1: all right like, let me it's look a, it's, a, here. It's, a,
0: it's a lot man let like it just too seems too. like every other month or like maybe every they're doing like a draw and a half a month. It feels like
1: they're doing more than a draw and a half much. Um, uh, all right, rich. I'll get, all right, let's see this time. I'm going. Okay. So I, I rate all these, all these stardom shows, right? I rate all the matches in every stardom show. So there have been 50 or 58 matches so far this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to type into the search field time expired
0: Jim Ross loved this promotion There have been 12 that's going to no, be my guess No 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 There have okay. been 6 Okay
1: Like I'm sorry like that's too many This it, is too many and and for one it's one thing when it's like okay it's the it's the third or fourth match on a, on a road Two show and it's Donna Del Mondo versus Queens quest. And Azumi is going to be in a title match. So we can't beat Azumi right now. Fine. I understand that, but you literally just had a 30 minute time limit draw at the last show. Or no more contenders match.
0: Right,
1: and understand like you got Delta Badham with Tan being out, whatever else. Like you would have beat two of them, fine, whatever. You went into Corken Hall and you had a thirty-minute time limit draw, and it's a time limit draw for a high-speed title match. And, like high sp- th- these high-speed matches that we that we're talking about, like these matches are literally sprints that can end in four minutes, can end in eight minutes, but normally end at normally end absolutely under ten minutes. And sometimes, like I don't, I, hell, I have to look through it. But like last high speed title match, I can think of that went over ten minutes. It might have went twelve. I, I I'd have to pull it up.
0: Like maybe maybe it's the main event with we'll Starlight like, hitting boy from last year. Uh,
1: yeah, but that one, you're right, that I, probably I feel, went like that like probably that went like fifteen.
0: Like, I feel like that went like
1: seventeen. Seventeen. All right, let's yeah. look it up. But either way, it didn't want to come close to no fucking thirty. It not even close to coming close to twenty. Um, so and all those like, matches not, had winners, right?
0: It's <laughs> awesome that it.
1: part. All the matches had winners,
0: like, and don't get it wrong, like, I like to watch wrestling, like, that's not the thing, but it's like, I think the draw is real, like, like Rossi's really leaning on the draw, something heavy, and I think it would be more effective using more moderation, especially like you know, like matches that like your Tam and your Mayu match last year that ended in a draw. All right, would we have liked the winner? Yes, but
1: yes, but that that at least made sense because there's a story at play going all throughout this year that carried through (laughs) last year or carried out at the end of last year. Carried through, I'm sorry, carried all throughout the the end of 2020 when they split with each other, led to making Tamma equal as she's arising up the card as becoming white belt champion, then kind of being seen on par with mayu at Osaka joe hall and it was going to lead to you know th- tam and julia being elevated to red belt uh to, into the red belt scene as serious con- threats like this year so like all that stuff is going to come into play and be answered this year so at least that's telling a story nasa and starlight kid that's not really telling a story that's connective tissue throughout where their movements and places on the cars going forward like there I don't know next time they're gonna wrestle each other. Right. I, I don't. I'm not guaranteed they're I'm not guaranteed they're gonna rust each other again. Like I like I, there's a great chance that like Azumi at this next pay per view be Starlight Kid and which clears the road for her to then build towards the white belt uh in the in the uh in the middle in the second half of uh of this coming year. I don't so I don't know if we're ever gonna Nash Support in Starlight Kid high speed belt match again. I don't know. So it, for me it was disappointing um, and ultimately like the goal was Natsapoy's been gone doing her stage play thing that she's been doing like I don't know I, I don't know if it's similar to the same thing that um, she is doing right now it's mm-hmm. not the same play at all but I don't know if it's like in the same genre of play but she just came back they were like let's put her in this thing let's get her hot and have her have a really good match and it was a really good match but it was really fucking frustrating um and have her go out here and have a 30 minute draw in a high speed setting, which is like you you, you would die if you tried to have a like the kind of high speed match they have in, in 10 minute sprints, they have in like 12 minutes under in 30 minutes. You, your heart would burst, yeah, like you, yeah, yeah. Uh, but whatever. Um, then take that to then go to uh catapulting into the white belt uh contendership. It's like I understand that. And there is a story of place with uh, Kamatani and um, Natsapoi. Like, they've been at each other, like, all throughout, from, like, November um, to, to now. Um, so, like, for example, you had them uh, fight over the tri- trio's belts at the, I think it was the Kawasaki Super Wars, right? You had that. Um, you had... At the, I want to say the not the Tokyo Super Wars, yeah, yeah, the Tokyo Super Wars, uh, they were in a, they were all in that three way with Himeka for the number one contendership to get to um Sumo Hall where Kamatani pinned Nasapoy. They were arguing all throughout that part, uh, that led to the uh, their arguing in the lead seeping into what happened, the the art or the uh, fracturing at the time between Nasapoy and Himeka over the white belt, over questioning uh, Himeka's heart, like, why are you even here, right? Them arguing over it, and, and Natsapoy really wants to get that white belt because, like, she wanted to put that, you know, shove that shit in Tam's face last year, right? So, like, that's, that's there. But to get, to catapult her to that by, like, facing the lower title to get to that is like, eh, that's lazy. It just is. Uh, and like you're short on time, count with something else. I'm sorry. Like there's there's tons of people that could challenge for the uh, white belt. And I, quite frankly, I think that like nasapoy as highly as I think of her personally, and maybe that's just me. Just me being, you know, I want to play the Booker. I would like to treat her as a threat, so I would treat her as like not. I would try to put her in a higher stage pay per view to challenge Kamatani for it, and have Kamatani center packing to where eventually. Naspoy can, you know, may possibly win it or whatever else, but like I would treat her as a threat, as opposed to like, oh, you already know what's gonna happen. They're gonna have a, really, they're gonna have a great match, you know. Naspoy in commentary have a great match, but Naspoy's gonna be sent packing. So, um, I, I just, I just didn't, I, I, thought that like the the draw, and I'm thinking the reason for the draw, I thought, I think also stinks too. So it's like all this stuff just add up, and draw. I was like, yo, this was a, this was a a bad step forward for uh, a bad step by Stardom. Um and Rossi and whoever else put this shit together. So, um but yeah, uh so that that was but the match in itself, I like that match more than like to see a punk and, um an MJF match. But it's a thirty minute high speed match with thirty or it's a thirty minute high speed match. Like, no thanks. Like, maybe a different era, but like we have been in this place where these matches go under fifteen minutes and they're not down drag out. Um Hyper hyper fights. I, I kind of want to keep that essence, and it's a nice change of pace as opposed to like most starter matches, are super efficient anyway. But like this was just these matches are just like outside of red and white belt title defenses. Those are my those are my favorite title defenses. High speed matches, like just a five yeah. a five to eight minute, just <coughs> throw everything out there, go crazy, and basically wrestle like a lucha match, and it's awesome. All like I, I mean I can't remember like, what's the worst high speed match you ever seen.
0: Can't even really name yeah. one really.
1: Yeah, so um so that you know like obviously, you know, you do things to educate people that things can go longer, or whatever else, like I uh, nah don't do that. Don't nah, nah, nah.
0: <laughs> we we we, go, we we where you at, yeah. baby.
1: Yeah, like if you if you want to have a, a title match in the ten minutes, cool. Like a like a main event title match in, in ten minutes, cool. Don't don't fuck <laughs> with the high speed formula that you had. Like that's one of your best things you have you do. Um that I've seen for years and years and years. Um, so yeah, or for the last three years that I've been watching, like that's, that's one of the best things you do. Like don't fuck with that division. Like let them, let them have their sprints anyway. So, um, so on to the next show, I actually just finished watching this like, like right before, uh, I, we saw, I signed on to, uh, to, to the stream. So, um, opening, opening match, Rocking Kaguma, um, a lot of, a lot of size, big, big woman and small woman, um. At, uh, stuff. Uh, at the end, you end up getting Kaguma, um, you get Rock trying to hit Kaguma with her, um, second rope-assisted fisherman buster. Uh, she, uh Kaguma is escaping free and ends up hitting a sunset flip off the second ropes into her, um, bridging schoolboy pin that she now calls the Kuma roll. Kuma stands for bear in Japanese. Um, yeah, so now, yes, the bear roll. So, she has the bear splash, she also has the, the, the bear roll. Um, Second match: Hazuki versus Kogo. Kogo in the pre-match promo says, "You know, I want to. Uh, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to show what I have to Hazuki, who is, you know, mentoring me um, now." And Hazuki says, "Like, I, I want to see what she has." And uh, this match pretty much is Hazuki wearing uh, Kogo ass out. It-, it reminds me a lot of like the Shuri and Unagi matches from last year, where like. I want the best, I actually, I I, I like you, I want the best for you, I'm going to beat you into you, I'm going to beat the greatness into you, is kind of one of (laughs) those things, um, so, they had a good match, I ended up giving this two and three quarters, and like, I I didn't think I was going to give, uh, Kogo no two and three quarter, uh, star match for a singles match anytime soon, um, but yeah, like, uh, Multiple times she, uh Hazuki's uh, working on top of her and telling her to fight back. Like you ever seen a meme of uh, a, a dude getting jumped by a bunch of people and the dude and the dudes jumping and say fight back, nigga, fight back. Yes, like Hazuki was saying, fight back, Kogo, fight back. Like it was, she was on her ass. Uh,
0: she wasn't saying that. no. Never mind.
1: No, she was not saying that. Relax. Uh, so at the end, Hazuki ends up finishing Kogo with a top rope senton. Um and you know Hazuki got the crowd behind. I got on the mic and it got um the crowd behind Kogo. She calls she calls her um Ko momo like Ko, like Kogo like Ko and then Momo. Like yeah. I'm not doing that. I'm just calling her Kogo. I'm not going to get no confusion. No confusion with, with Momo. I'm not doing it. Just Kogo. So um so yeah, like the crowd chat or clap for Kogo and her effort against Suzuki and uh, they all took a bow. Um next match, through a match. Uh it w- this is the match that Mayu would have been in. It would have been Mina and Unagi versus Hannon and Mayu where they obviously would have beaten um Hanan. Um but in up being moved to a three-way match where <laughs> Hanan is there left to her own basically to fight against uh uh Unagi and Mina. So they start the match, Cosmic Angels literally get one in the corner and they tag in and out as the ref is saying, It's a three-way match. What the fuck are y'all doing? <laughs> but they still digging tags or whatever else. And then eventually they do a couple spots with each other where uh like uh Unagi has Hannon in the camel clutch and uh Mina wants Mina to get in to like hit the ropes and then hit her with like a you know like a like a running kick. So Mina hits the ropes twice, it comes back and then goes to betray Unagi. Unagi's like, nah, I, 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 I peeped it. Let's go of Han and catches, her, catches uh, Mina's foot, and then basically from there, it turns to a series of kicking one person out uh, to try to steal pins. Ultimately, at the end, you end up getting Hannon in there with uh, Mina. Mina ends up uh, catching Hannon and Hinder uh, with uh, the, the Glamorous Collection AT and uh, getting the win, and like Unagi went even mad, and, like, there were times where, like, the match started, actually, where <laughs> Unagi and uh, Mina, like, wanted to shake hands with Hanon. They were like, congratulations, you know, from, from one, from two former future belt champions to, to a future belt champ to the current future belt champion, and at the end, after they basically tag-teamed and whooped this 17-year-old, they they, they basically nookied her on her head, and like, good job, kid, good job, kid, and both times, you're like, get the fuck out of here, you assholes, you beat me up, in a, in a three-way, you teamed together, you jerks, uh, and then Mina walked off. Um, next match after that, uh, you had, Utami, and Saya, and Azumi versus Shuri, and that's point Mecca. Um, this was a semi event. This match went to a twenty minute time limit draw. Three and a half stars, but it went to a it went to a twenty minute time limit draw. You can't beat the zoomy. You
0: know she, she's gotten too big. You know
1: like. Okay, you so maybe, maybe, maybe I'm being unfair because Azumi is actually the next challenger for the for the high speed belt at the next pay per view. So maybe that's unfair. Um, let's see who we got. Nasupoy, Shuri's Shuri's red belt champion. Nasupoy is challenger for the white belt. Um, Utami, they're they're not going to be Utami in, in a, on a road to show unless um, unless it's, unless it's the build to build towards something, right? Uh, Time's white belt champion. Lay I, you know. They've been they've been Kamatani enough uh on road two shows last to last me for the next three months, to be honest with you. She's gonna be the white belt champion. So I I would not suggest beating her either. Um there, but I'm looking at a Mecca, and I see a Mecca right there, and I see Mecca's not doing a damn thing. Can't beat the Mecca. Guess not. Nah. Um they started to match out with Kamatani and uh in Natsupoy. Uh they have some they have they start out doing some really cool stuff. Makes, you know, I, I just know they're gonna have a great match when, they, when it happens. How great? I don't know. We'll just tune in to find out. But, um, they have a good, they have, they have a great exchange. Uh, and then, basically, Azumi, Kamatani, and Utami take, take, time, take turns on, uh, Boy's ass building heat, uh, for like, four or five minutes. Um, until they get Shuri in there to, uh, change momentum. And then, you end up getting, you know, you get, you get uh, Shuri and Utami for a bit. You get Kamatani and um, and and Nasapoi. You get uh, Shuri and Nasapoi. You get uh, sh- uh, Utami and Hameka doing their hoss stuff and, and le- le- you know shoulder tackles and lariats. And one thing I had to mention, right? Because you know, Hameka is not at the top of stardom, but I think she's one of the most underrated bumpers in wrestling. Like for her mm. size, the way she bumps on her neck and stuff and rolls and, and bumps, like, I don't really see nobody else that's like that size bump for, for people that much smaller than them. Uh, it's almost brockish in a way. Like when Brock really gets bumping for people, you're like, God damn. Like it's, it's, it's like that, except it's like you see it every night with her. Um, right. Uh, so, you know, you go to a 20 minute time limit draw. The, the closing stretch comes down to Nasapoy and then Kamatani and like the bell the bell rings as like they're they're basically doing like the high speed trading and trading reversing near falls in and out um, so yeah that, that was that uh the main event Julia and Mirai and Tekla versus Starlight Kid Momo and Saki um this very good match This match reminds me of, now, keep in mind, it's Julia, Mariah, and Tekla, and it reminds me, in a way, of, like, the Cosmic Angels trios match where Tam will have to carry a match. Um, The problem is, Julia's not as good as Tam, and so, like, there were parts where it was, like, it was kind of sloppy, but, like, Tam, uh, but Julia was in there for for a long time to carry the match, and, like, to be honest, like, I think Mariah and Tekla are far more advanced than... Utami, Tommy? No, I'm sorry, Utami, Unagi and Mina were when they first came in and they were high speed champions at the beginning of, the, of their title reign. So like, I don't think it's necessary for Julia to be in there that long trying to carry a match. I don't think she needs to carry like that because Tekla can can hold her hold can do more than holding the road. And Mariah just had a four star match the other day. Right. Um, so I, I think they need to rejigger that. But um, like Mariah and Momo, I'm oh, sorry, uh, Julia and Momo, they're great together. I don't think they've had a high, I don't think they've had a singles match yet. Maybe they, maybe they had one, maybe they may have had a, a mini one in the 2020 Cinderella tournament. I can't remember, but, um, when they have that, when they have their singles match finally, cause you know, that's one, that was the, the finals match that got, that Julia got scrapped from, um, at the final of the, uh, grand prix tournament. But when they have it, it's going to be great. But, um, eventually, uh, Tekla and Starlight Kid—they had a high-speed uh, run at, at times in that match. I can't wait for them to have a high-speed match. Um, but at the end, um, Tekla's in there and she's in there with Saki, and she's just like, "All right, well, she's gonna beat Saki. It's gonna be, and that's cool." And I'm watching this match, and I'm like, "All right, well, Saki hasn't hit her flash, her flash crucifix pin, so like this match ain't going in yet." <laughs> and I'm seeing how this match is going down. I'm like, "She gonna pin Tekla?" Sure enough. Tecla uh, hit her with a move and, like, didn't hit her with the finish. We should just hit her with a finish. And I was like, yep. Saki finna get her. She tried to drag Saki's carcass up off the mat. It wouldn't happen. Went to grab her again. Tried to get her for a move. Man, Saki escaped out of that shit. Hit her with that crucifix pin and pinned her. And now you have the new challenger for the SWA, Tyler, next pay per view. So, there you go. The, the, brain, the Bean Sprout versus uh, the Spider. So, um,.
0: Saki Kashima, the Mendoza line of yep. Stardom.
1: Yep, 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 yeah, yep. I think they'll have a good match. Uh so yeah, that that is stardom this week. Um I don't know what the cards are for next week, or whatever else, but you know, uh or next weekend, but um they do have the pay-per-view up or the pay-per-view card up, and it's like the main event is Kamatani versus uh Natsupoy. Um you have uh Azumi versus Starlight Kid, and I can't remember the rest of the uh, matches, but, uh, I know that on the next corken Hall on the 21st, um, you're gonna have, and I didn't mention this after, uh, from the and Hall show, but like, Prominence showed up after the Quattro's match with Donald Del Mondo and, uh, uh, I am not Nassupoy, but, uh, Cosmic, not Cosmic, Angels, De- Donald Del Mondo, the, the, uh, Coalition, or the, uh, uh, the coalition the franchise? Teams? Not the, no no. I'm sorry. I'm blanking. I'm I'm, I'm mind fluttered right now. But uh, after that match at Corken Hall between um, Donald Almando and Oedotai, out came Prominence. Risa Sarah will face face with Shuri. Uh, Shuri noted, you know, her time in Ice Ribbon, saying long time no see, uh, Risa, and um, talked about like the ongoing war between um, Donald mondo and Prominence basically stating, that, like, it's not just a Julia thing. Like we want to smoke with all of y'all. Um, so, uh, it next, so at the next Corgan Hall show, it'll be a tag team match. It'll be and Shuri versus, uh, Risa Sarah and Akane Fujita. All of that. Yeah. yeah. Akane yeah. Fujita had a match on the 15th anniversary. It was third from the top, uh, the 15th anniversary for Ice Ribbon. I thought that match was really good. So, uh, they have natural chemistry. Never seen Risa Sera and Shuri wrestle together, but like, I don't see how, why they wouldn't have great chemistry because they're two great wrestlers. So, um, Excited to see that match when it happens. Uh so yeah, that's all I have for starting so far. tonight.
0: Cool man. Um people had sent me this uh NXT vignette of Nikita Lyons. Oh my Lions. Um They say if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Guess I'll shut the fuck up. Um yeah um
1: she she let down how, this how do i say this how do i say this I know how to say this she let down what would have been her strongest demographic the demographic she would be strongest in she let down the most with this shit I don't know how I, so I don't know how I don't know how she occurred you, you, you figure it out you figure but who best he's of luck about. Best of luck. Best yeah. of luck.
0: Um, I was on Keeping It Strong style last week for the first time in a long time. Uh, we broke down the early chapter of the Okada and Tanahashi rivalry from you know when Okada comes back or the Young Lion match they had um, when he comes back, Rainmaker Shock, Dominion, and then Russell Kingdom uh, Seven. Excellent show, can't recommend it enough. If you haven't heard it, um, very deep thoughts analyzing this whole thing it was uh thinking about you know did okada really have it all figured out like that him looking like he did like how great tanahashi was and pretty much comparing why we haven't really seen a rivalry like okada and tanahashi in wrestling and even though you would think it would be like the easiest thing to do uh but you know it's 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 a it's a great show so check it out
1: yeah, so on that note, the uh, end of the show thanks for listening y'all. Um be on get your votes in for uh the One Nation Radio Awards 2021 awards. Um I need to get mine in too, so make sure you guys get those in. Uh yep. cuz when do you want to say what day do you want to say voting closes?
0: Sunday. Uh, so, yeah, like or I'm I'm going to start counting Saturday.
1: Okay. So make sure you get in by this weekend. Um and uh let's see, donations of course. Um, donations. Hit up the red circle, drop us off a donation. Uh, <laughs>
0: pre-order the AEW yeah. album.
1: Yes, pre-order the AEW album. Um, anything else uh, besides it? Okay. Um, and be sure to listen to these shows on One Nation Radio. Oh, on One Nation Radio. Be sure to listen to shows on Soul Suplex. Uh, besides One Nation Radio, you have <laughs> Keeping Strong Style, you have the Ricky and Clyde Wrestling Show, you have Government of Shit, you have... 8-bit suplex, you have the Grave Constance Podcast, um, you have all things elite, you have Grit Mash Generator, and you have AW Match 9. Thanks for listening, y'all. Later.
0: Peace.